troubled times, our fifth objective, a new world order, can emerge. Live from a bunker where I'm holding Uncle Randy's Green Bay stock that I just purchased for half price. This is This Week in Conspiracy. My name is Justin. And I'm Brad. And like always, the one who couldn't get a good Christmas gift for her uncle, or her, I guess it's her dad. Her dad. Little shh, 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 shitty eyes. Pew, pew, pew. I got him an Aaron Rodgers Pop Funko. Thank you very much. Aaron Rodgers Pop. And a Green Bay Packers bank. Hey, so he, he could wa- fill it with money. Hey, and was then he I did. His, his, was he wearing his beanie? I didn't see. I wasn't there. Because uh, it was Saturday. Yeah. I don't know. I got him a beanie. I do know that the Green Bay Packer comforter set and stuff that I, I got for him, it was, mom had washed it. He, he slept on a bed with no comforter today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he went to bed. He's like, eh, he didn't have it on there. Uh, Yankees are coming in now. Baseball season. Well, spring training is around the corner. Yeah. yeah. I just yeah, they'll be reporting this month, February. Well, I think pitchers is, and catchers report. Do you think that Aaron Rodgers rumors of him going to Pittsburgh have any shot whatsoever? Ashley said no. I don't, here's I don't the thing: so. I, I'm not even sure Roethlisberger's 100 percent leaving. He right. hasn't come out. I have a feeling that he'll he'll stick it out. I hope the guy he leaves. Here's the right. thing: you, you I don't think it, it's his fault. Though. You give yourself uh-huh. a month or two to get healthy after getting beat up. All, all season. Clear your mind. Clear your mind. And you know what? If they don't sign a big name established quarterback, I don't think I don't think he leaves the Steelers in that position. Well, there's no one else to go. I mean, I what's his name? Uh, Russell Wilson from Seattle. Yeah, 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 I mean, they too. don't sign anybody. They have uh, I can't think of his name now. Oh, uh, the guy from Washington or whatever. Rudolph? It was like a number one. Rudolph. Pick. Yeah, Rudolph. No, Rudolph. they have the black kid. Yeah, but he they I don't know if they even left him on the squad. He got he was supposed to start that one game and he was goofing around not studying or something. His game he was like looking mm-hmm. to play on his phone and they put Rudolph in instead. Rudolph he looks like uh what the hell's the the guy used to run with Dean Martin? He's like, Hey lady <laughs> Jerry, 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 Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lewis looks just like him. Whatever he goes, I think he kinda looks like uh Sydney. Crosby. Kind of. Yeah. But I always thought I it was funny that time he got his face mask ripped off. <laughs> or he got oh, knocked he got out and they put the yeah. mask off. And he yeah. looked, I was like, he's carrying about the field. I was like, hey, lady. <laughs> hey, lady. Um, yeah, I don't know, dude. They, if they don't sign anybody big, they have, they're they done for five years. Well, if not ten. Yeah. They got to get rid of uh, Tomlin and everything. I think he's part of the problem. I do too. I, I mean, Rosberg is not the answer, but I don't think he was the major problem either. No, well, like, they the definitely Rock- need a new offensive coordinator. I think that's the whole coach. Well, that's... didn't that guy just leave? I don't know. I don't know. I I don't really follow football that much. I just did. After they lose and they're done, I just shut it. I don't care. Yeah, but like then I start rooting for like other teams. Yeah, like, like the Bengals. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't rooted for them until now because I did, I want to see someone different in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I was glad that. Brady lost too. If I if they if he would say this is my last season if I win, I wouldn't care if he won. But that greedy bastard would come back. <laughs> I didn't want to win another one. I know you would. So I you know I just want to see something different. Sorry, it was the the defensive coordinator that oh, okay. just retired. Well, he left, and then the 
the uh, GM's leaving after the draft. So I think they're all jumping. Like, no, it's after he drafts crappy again, and then, then I don't. They don't draft it. bad. It's I don't. Everybody thinks Tomlin's good, but he's okay. I mean, he had that year where he didn't have no quarterback, and he's still won eight, eight you know. No, he's never had a losing season. Yeah, but that he's doesn't matter. Eight, you go eight no, for eight. No, I know. I'm just saying, though, he's never had a losing season. But his locker rooms always have trouble in them. Yeah. Last, after Cowers players dissipated, like when they didn't have a team yeah. leader, like other than Roethlisberger, which I don't think he was ever like a real team. When did Roethlisberger get in trouble? Was it after after he left? Yeah, but he was already he was got in trouble before that. Yeah, he? but like. I don't ever think he was like the team locker room guy. I think it was like Palomalu and like mm-hmm. Tyrone Bettis and right. Harrison and those guys. And after those guys are gone, that locker room was terrible. Yeah. They're fighting with each other. And that was probably Roethlisberger's weakest point was I don't think he was like the team leader. He's not a leader. Not a good right. enough leader. Not enough to lead the whole team. I think mm-hmm. he, the linemen like him. The problem is he's a big, like, a dude like him should be in there screaming and hollering all the time. Oh, I would have punched Antonio Brown in the face yeah. numerous times. Right. If he would have acted like that if I was the yeah. quarterback. Or I would have bounced the ball off the back of his head a couple of times. Right. Well, game. you think Brady's going to fuck with that? No. Or, you know, anybody. But whatever. You know, it is what it yeah. is. But as much as you say uh, you can say bad about him, people in Pittsburgh are going to realize how good he was because it's going to be a long time they have a quarterback that good. Yeah. He's a top five quarterback. I mean, number-wise and everything. Yeah, I mean, he's – yeah. If he steps on the field with a half decent team, you have a shot at making the playoffs every oh, year. Oh, they had, they would have made a good chance against the. I think I don't think they ever would have beat him anyway, but they would have made it a game if the receivers were catching the damn ball. Yeah, I didn't watch the whole thing. I mean, that's a, that's one of their problems. In the last couple of years, the receivers drop a lot of crucial yeah. third down plays. But um, I don't know. I'd say the top five quarterback. He has those numbers. He had that one season. He had like three five hundred yard games. Yeah. And everybody was bitching about the offensive coordinator then. Yeah. But it's like, well, the guy just threw for three 500-yard games and four touchdowns. And one, I think he had five touchdowns one year. But They're never going to – no one's going to be No, he's a Hall of Famer. Oh, he's oh, he's going to the Hall of Famer. Yeah, he won a Super Bowl, like literally drove the ball down the field himself and won the mm-hmm. game. So that's a – he's a lock for that. But How many has he got? Two? Two. He's in. And if he wouldn't have played in the AFC with Brady, he probably would have been in like five Super Bowls. They beat him like mm-hmm. three times. Yeah, they beat him like three AFC championships. I think his it was either year his, the year he, came, year he the year he stepped in, they, they got beaten in the AFC, AFC championship, championship game. and then I think the next year, the Patriots beat him in it, I'm, and then the third AFC. year, they finally won the AFC championship, and he won the Super Bowl. He won the Super. Bowl. I remember, I was at that first AFC championship game. It was so cold. It was so cold, Brad. I, we drank. Is that the one where they uh, the tuck roll? That the was Brady that year, rule. I think so. That was that year because they he fumbled the football that game. No, and no, I think get, the Tuck year was years before. It was before that. I don't think. I think that was I. That was an AFC's championship Steeler game. I thought. No, that Tuck roll was against the Oakland Raiders. Oh uh, yeah, in an AFC championship, in an AFC championship game yeah, in, yeah, yeah. in uh, New England. Yes, but that game was so cold. We were keeping beers on heaters. We had like a like a, one of those blow heater things that blow heat out. Yeah. We had to keep our I took a, I, we were walking into the game. I cracked a beer open, took one drink, took 10 steps. Went to take a drink, was completely frozen. Right, so. <laughs> that was such, it was a good game. Yeah. So, like, the, I was in the third quarter. He throws a pick, 
like the my whole the whole section we're sitting in, he's looking down the field, and everybody's like yelling, "No!" And, he's <laughs> he's it. and we're all like, "Oh no!" But well, now, I mean, listen, being a, a Pittsburgh fan, you're spoiled. pretty good. You're spoiled. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this, between the Steelers and the Penguins, Penguins. you you're having playoff, watching playoff. So every one, year here, eventually, yeah. You, if it's you miss one year, so what? But it's, you're you're in the right. playoffs almost every year, right? And even like with you're us, competing for championships. Even with those with two us, sports, yeah. anyway. Even with us, we've had good baseball teams in our lifetime. Probably one, maybe one and a half. No, I. You know what? That like twenty, <clears throat> what a twenty thirteen team or twenty fourteen team was really good. No, it was dude. a good the team. Pirates. That was a good man. playoff team. That was two. We had two good teams. We yeah, had that. Back to back. I mean, they went three years, but. Yeah, bon, Bonds, Bonnie, and Slide. Oh, in the 90s. In the right? 90s, that was a really good team. And then you had the McCutcheon, McCutcheon and those guys. That was a good squad. Mm-hmm. But whatever. They don't spend enough money. They're going to have they'll get maybe get lucky someday. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Get like, that. Get a, the right draft picks and the right Maybe trades. the owner's yacht will sink and they'll have to sell the team. And like, I always hope the, wish dude, the, the dude from da- Dallas will buy it. Yeah, the, uh, Mark Cuban. I wish he would have bought him, but I think he's a prick now. I don't think they were gonna. I don't think they'll let him buy them though. No, I don't like him anymore, so I don't care. I mean, do you like? Here's the thing with baseball. So you have, you know, you have Boston who spends a bunch of money. You have L.A. who spends a bunch of money. You have the Yankees who spend a bunch of money. Do you want a Mark Cuban in there that's going to spend a bunch of money? You know what I mean? Does the league want that? I don't know. Because after those three or four top teams. You see the huge drop off, and I don't know if these owners want. A, you know what I mean? Like right. if if the Yankees, Boston, and LA are trying to get Garrett Cole, and they're going to pay him a hundred million dollars, well, do you want another dude that comes in and goes, "We'll give you a hundred and ten"? Well, they're also competing with like Houston now too because they're starting. Yeah, to I know, but you know, there's like three, four, no, five yeah, no, top yeah, teams. Yeah, yeah. They don't want another team to have to come in and compete <laughs> with a, a dude who's gonna who has money to spend out the wazoo yeah. like he does. But we've, you know, we've, all, I've always. People always run down to Pittsburgh ownership, but at the same time, what are you going to do? Like, you're not going to be able to compete with LA, who offers like that one year they had, I don't know, a couple of or uh, left fielder, I forget his name, Jay. Something they they, were, they traded him. People are like, oh, they traded him again. If you can't, but who's they can't offer him ten million dollars for right. a season? Well, you know what though? <clears throat> Here's the thing: if you start to look at, if you go dig through the the records what their payroll is, and then what they're bringing in, they have like $50 million a year that they could play with. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're going to pay a dude, you could pay a dude, hey, I'll give you a two-year, $20 million deal. Dude, that's $10 million a year. You still got $40 million in your pocket. Right. Well, some of those moves to like people bitch at the time and they run them down, but then he gets signed for like, I think he signed with Boston. He only played like one more year, and mm-hmm. then he was off that, even off that roster. Well, that pitcher, that archer that they got. Yeah. Everybody crushed that. Now, if you looked at Archer's numbers in the in the in the American League East, so he's playing Toronto, mm-hmm. he's playing Baltimore, he's playing New York, and all those dudes do is hit the baseball. I know Baltimore's horrible, but they hit. Yeah, they do hit. Toronto hits. They they, they all hit, and he was averaging like six strikeouts a game. Right. So, if you bring him to the National League, anybody who thinks with a brain goes, okay, if a starting National League pitcher goes six innings, he's probably going to bat 
two to three times. You can add two more strikeouts right, you got, to that guy. Yeah. And the National League doesn't hit ball. They, they don't. They don't have. You get a free out every three innings. Yeah, and they don't. And they're like the seven, eight, nine guys aren't hit. Like you, you go to the Yankees. Yeah, those dudes are hitting thirty home runs. In in the National League, if you have a number eight hitter who has eleven homers, you're happy with that. Guy. Oh yeah, yeah. And if he's hitting two fifty, you're happy with that guy. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So you have to think that his numbers coming to the National League were going to be that much better, and he just didn't pan out. Dude, he was he. he I don't know what happened. It was like when AJ Burnett came to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. His career was almost over because he was in the Na- American League, and then he comes to the National League. He gets another three three to five yep. years. And because- uh, who was the the other dude they had? The other pitcher, the lefty. Oh, Lazar. Yeah, Lazar. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We're talking about sports. It's yeah, this week, sports. This, Actually, this week and we got we got our uh, our titles mixed up. It's not this week in baseball. <laughs> it's this week in conspiracy. Let's run through our stuff, Ash. This week in conspiracy at gmail.com. Why did you just do that? Here's the thing I want. I know you're waiting for me to interrupt. <laughs> Here's the thing I want to know too. It's like me and you have our like microphones like smashed against our face. Yeah. And you can like a lot of times when we do have bad audio, we can barely hear us. She's sitting like 25 feet away from her microphone, I know. and she comes in perfectly I clear. Because I'm also probably getting picked up on Brad. No, I think you do something to our microphone mm-hmm. so you can be heard better. Than so us. you can sound better. Click, click. <laughs> Thanks, Nova. Nova, whatever. Nova Angel, Angel eight. Freak something. Don't worry about it. Read off the things. Go. This Week in Conspiracy. At gmail.com, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Parlor, on Gitter, on Rumble, and Telegraph. Telegram. 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 You know, I can't. I don't know. know. They keep giving me different information. Just Google Google it. (laughs) And in underscore conspiracy at twitter.com. And if you got. Go on Apple and leave us a review if you like the show. If you don't, leave one too. Why do you have me run down the stuff of the microphone so far away? Which the microphone is far away from me because I have the speaker here for when you have 15 million clips if you even download them. So it goes through good. Like, why you get me to run through this stuff when I'm six feet away from a microphone? I don't know. We consider Ashley a producer, but she produces nothing. A producer. She produces a pain in our ass. She, all she produces is you know talking shit about us mm. while we're sitting here. Better in front of you than behind mm-hmm. your back. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. But then, uh, if if you please send us some e- emails, and if uh, I got some, I'm bringing back. I've I've been slacking. I got contributors of the week here. I got IRS, Brad K, Nurse Maid, Sneaky Tow, Adam, Lumberjack, Convoy, and Bruce. Bruce. What you, what'd you laugh about? Convoy sent us an easy one, uh, a good one today. Yes. Well, I want to talk about that. Then I was, like, I was getting, I was I know, Googling at work. Awesome. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, my one buddy sent me a, a one from two, the mm-hmm. same thing. What's the Sneaky Tow? Yeah, that's someone Brad knows. It's his Twitter name, or his Instagram name. I don't know what else to call him. Brad that's a weird, T. I want to. Oh, I didn't know that was his. Yeah, handle. He, he, uh, on Instagram, he t- tagged us on a bunch of stuff, and I pulled, pulled some of the stuff and used it on our Instagram. Okay. He's, a, he's a good contributor. I mean, he, he should. He, he, he listens. He does. He always t- says stuff about yeah. listening. I want to know the behind the scenes about that name. I want him to email I'll that. T- I'll tell you about it. I think it has something to do with like a gym towel they would like throw on each other. 
Uh, like with him, like he used to like lift with a bunch of dudes, yeah, like I, power lift. That's all right. Though. I don't want to hear And they throw like a yeah, a stiff sneaky stock. <laughs> throw a stiff towel at each other. <laughs> Why is this towel stand in the corner? <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't ask Asha how her week was. We just went straight into yapping about it. We were so into sports. That was much more. Sports. 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 That was more. I thought maybe you're still sad about Dallas. Now eat shit. (laughs) What about you? Did you have an eventful week? I didn't really do. No, no, not really. Hey, I do have a major announcement. It actually happened last week, but I didn't say anything about it. The scout is done, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Inspected, ready for the road, and I just haven't gotten up there to get it yet. Oh, she goes on and on about how long it takes them well, to go pick up his hey, car. Hey, here's the thing. All those months that like we had nice weather that I could have been driving it. like It should be good in the snow. It will be. It'll run in the snow. I just don't want to park it and have to scrape snow off of it. And I don't have anywhere to park it here right now. Mm. Next week. I need to get my, my Mustang, though. And I need to get a cover for it. Well, don't hire the people I hired. <laughs> I literally just need my exhaust. Just... Welded. That's it. Okay. It's good. Find to someone. I, I'll find you a welder. Or I'll have to replace the whole thing. Well, what do you I, want to get into first? I, whatever you want to. Wait, matter. are we going to take like a bit, everybody crowd in and we take a ride and we can record it for Instagram where it's just all of us riding the scout? Yeah, we'll wait till the weather's nice. We'll take the top off of it. I can't do that. I'm white. <laughs> It'll be all right. Don't, no, don't no, be no. like. Look at that wig just flowing in the in the air there. Did someone the get red wig? Someone I, holding the red I wig. I blind somebody with that. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good. No, I get some boys Nick from top speed. So down. I have stuff on a little bit of stuff on COVID this week. Some econ, Russia, Ukraine, Oof. the crazy thing that happened up in, up on eighty this week. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll start with that, and that can lead into COVID. Yeah, go ahead. That, that's All right. So this week, if you haven't seen, there was a crash on Interstate 80 near Danville, Pennsylvania, and monkeys, experimental monkeys, got out. Now they were. Now I did a little bit of digging in because when you start reading it, it's just like, ah, oh, they were going to be used in experiments. But then I read a couple other articles where it was like. They were on their way to a CDC-approved quarantine. Like, they had already been experimented on, and now they were going to sit somewhere. Well, they said they were from South Africa in one article I read. And I was just wondering, why are we bringing quarantine monkeys to our country? Well, it, okay, I, mean, I have a better question. We let illegals let's just say, Let's in. say we're bringing them here to, to do something with, right? Like, whatever. Whatever, whatever creepy... Th- I mean, COVID's already like an experiment. 28 days later. But here's my thing. Why are they leaving a port in New York or Baltimore or wherever and driving clear across Interstate 80 halfway through Pennsylvania? They were headed towards New York, is what I heard. I thought they were brought into New York. Yeah, see, like that's what I understood when I first read the story, that they were just brought in. But then I read a story where they were going to a quarantine center that the CDC approved, which means they had to have come from being experimented on. Somewhere, yeah. And when, like, I started reading some local stories on it, that I think I might have sent it to you, where the guy that lived down over the hill went up to them. They said there were cats. And they, yeah, he was like, hey, what, what was in there? And they're like, oh, it's cats. And he said, I went over and, like, 
pulled the tart back and stuck my hand in the cage like here kitty 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 it was a freaking monkey he was like yeah he was like straight up like outbreak did like, you yeah. bite, bite my finger <laughs> yeah. one why would but did you see that they were um i saw something in passing and i it, it went away before i could click on it maybe you sent it um that they're checking residents for it, symptoms yes okay weird cold symptoms is what that yeah, article yeah. is. But here's the other thing. They interviewed another dude. Because where it wrecked is... Con- Danville's not a huge city. It's like a rural... It's, yeah, it's like a rural. Yeah. 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 So the guy's like, look, we have bobcats, coyotes, <laughs> bears, and fox around here. Why this big, giant, massive manhunt for three monkeys that you can't find? Which, like, Did you see the pictures of the poor monkeys holding under the tree? Yeah, that's one picture that they... Uh, there's a monkey out there somewhere. They said they got them all and they yeah. euthanized them. There's a monkey them. out there somewhere. They euthanized them. So listen... Because yeah. they got out and exposed out in the elements. The experiment was ruined. Hey, three things come to mind, dude. What, what did I, when I sent you that article, what did I say? 28, 28 days later, where they give the monkeys the rage and then it yeah. affects everybody. There was... Um, Outbreak. outbreak, which is they're just looking for a monkey. I think it was like an Ebola outbreak or something. Yeah, that was the one that got loose on a container ship. Yeah. And bit the one guy. That was. And then awesome. it gets loose in, in the United States and they're looking for it. Yes. The one little girl was like friends with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's about their body. And then 12 monkeys. You said 12 I monkeys. I said 12 monkeys. Well, then on all my conspiracy websites that I watch. They're all blasting it. Get ready for the small pox Ebola coming. Look at this, and then they link to the article where the monkeys got out, dude. But isn't it weird? Like, dude, look, when does that happen? Well, if it was, no, it never happened. Who, who allows someone just to walk over and be like, put their hands in cages? It was and stuff probably. Too? It was probably no convoy. <laughs> no, probably. <laughs> you don't care. No, probably what happened was. He probably walked up and some volunteer fireman was there, get like setting up cones to like th- th- like push traffic out into the yeah. other lane. And he was like, "Oh man, what's that thing?" There's like, "Ah, oh, they're just kitty." They told us they were kitty cats, and he just walked over and started talking to him. Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. That dude probably stole one. He has one in his house right now. <laughs> That's what's gonna Guaranteed. happen. Him and his family and get all bit. Listen, if you start seeing. Like rare bleeding disorders or some weird, crazy, like outbreak of some weird disease. That's what happened. It's the monkeys. Yeah, that <laughs> Fauci was probably experimenting on them. What will happen is <clears throat> some bird will be eating a dead monkey and then fly by and drop blood in my eye. Like, I'll be chasing Brad down the street. Except here's the difference. You know why they always film like those zombie movies in Europe? What? Why do they do the zombie movies in Europe? Off the top of your head, what do you think? Because there's not a dude like Brad who'd be like, bang, bang, <laughs> shooting everybody. Well, what was the second? Uh... Original zombie about Romero, the colored version, the colored one, not the not Night of the Living Dead, the one where they're at the over the Pittsburgh Mall. Yeah, the, like, oh, Dawn of the Dead. And then they show news clips are like, and like we're in Johnstown, yeah, and there's guys are the flying over field, Johnstown helicopter, shooting them with rifles. <laughs> they're right, yeah, they're lined up in the field shooting the zombies, yeah, like, like it's the Civil War shooting. <laughs> yeah, up. Right. Then that one stands up on the box, and gets his head cut off by, yeah, the helicopter. by a helicopter. <laughs> yeah, that's that's is a good. That's photo. a good one. 
Yeah, no, no, I, I like it. I, I have them all. I did I do enjoy some stuff. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Yeah, that's the original. original, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the one where they saved the little kid and that bites him at the end, though. The it's little the kid is bit already, yeah. I think, yeah, in the yeah. basement. In the basement. Yeah. That's why them dudes were, like, hiding the baby down there. Their little kid. Then he gets Stop it! Yeah. Well, the newer that one was more realistic. You know, scary, but the zombies could barely move. Mm-hmm. And as they like the, the zombies now, are like World War Z, they're like like they can fly. Yeah, like they can <laughs> jump buildings and like parkour. They're like they're like, like after your yeah. brain, they're like parkour. They're like those <laughs> ants with like wings. Yeah. <laughs> they all of a sudden they can like fly and shit. Yeah. So the people who do CrossFit are the ones who turn into zombies. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Gotta, you gotta yeah. Watch no, they're part, all the parkour people. They're jumping building the building, like <laughs> jumping over cars and then from, before from they front and the rear end. Do you even lift, bro? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Parkour. <laughs> <laughs> Did you uh, see that? The remember, like when the the uh, what was that game where? People Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. You see where those cops like they they had a, a like a judge a judgment on them. They they're gonna re- uphold their firing. These two guys, Eric Mitchell and Louis Lozano, mm-hmm. they were police officers in L.A. and they like avoided taking a robbery call so to chase get... Pokemon. <laughs> and like they they have like their their like dash cam and stuff. And they're like, oh bro, it's up here in the right. And I'm like. <laughs> Like, this one's really fighting and shit. Like they say all this stuff, yeah. And they're like, you know, they catch it. Like, oh, all the dudes are gonna be so jealous back at the station or whatever. <laughs> and like, I think, I think the per- the robbery call they avoided. Like the lady got killed. Yeah. And well, Dude, not the- long ago, like they come out <laughs> with a, because uh, like the L.A. Police Department's huge, dude. Like, oh yeah, gigantic. Yeah, well, they like have the 30, 40, 50,000 people. I think they have the, the like the. They have like the city police, and then they have like a yeah, sheriff, like the sheriff. But I think we talk. I think we might have covered where that article come out, where there's like gangs inside the like police department. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like th- different co- gangs that are the cops. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Copland. Yeah, freaking crazy, that was, dude. <laughs> that's like the Wild West. Well. Did you see the video? More videos are starting to come out where they're like dragging like eight year old kids out of like restaurants in New York. Yes, they they. The one I saw was the kids went into the museum. Yeah, that was the most recent one. That was the most recent one, and they arrest. They didn't arrest the little girl. I, they took her. They didn't have her in cuffs, but the parents or whatever, the older people, they had in cuffs. Yeah, but still, just when when. When did you see how many like, got shot? How many cops got like shot? Up in New York? Uh-uh. There's like two, I think, that just got... When you shot. say it like that, I think you're going to be like, 26 cops got killed today. Well, she said she all those She's like, cops. see all those cops got shot up there? It's like, yeah, what, how many? She's like, one got shot in the foot. He actually <laughs> shot himself. He shot himself chasing a criminal. Because like, the, the New York Police Department has 50,000, like 48,000. Five 000. NYPD officers have been shot since the start of 2022. Wow, that's a lot. That's not that long. It's only a month. Not even a month. It's yeah. 21, 22 days in. Well. Oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't more, Brad. <laughs> I, <laughs> That's I don't think you yelling at me. No, but people are getting fat. Like, they don't care now. No. Like, the, why, they're did, losing, why would you? They're losing their, their, you're, you're, their yes. right-wing people that are you, always... No, you're losing your law and order people. Right. right now. Yes. Because... Die blue... Like, the 
the, yeah, the, the blue live matter dudes a year ago were like yes yeah, get, get them scumbags off the street now you're like no I, I think you misinterpreted we want the drug dealers and the murderers off the street not the eight-year-old girl without a freaking vax pass walking into the museum right and not to be like bringing race or anything but the last like four or five of these videos it's all black people. it's all african-americans mm-hmm. or uh, the hispanics they're they're the ones standing up yeah because they're the ones getting screwed mm-hmm it's not. It's not the middle class liberal whites. No, here's the here's the big dirty secret. The little mid, middle. You can't be a middle class white and live in New York. No, you're either in a rich elite, Democrat, or you're poor. That's it. That's the only people who live in New York. Right. No, there's the, 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 the those NYPD dudes. I'll bet you out of the 49,000, I'll bet you 40,000 of them don't even live in New York. They probably live in New Jersey and Pennsylvania and drive in every day. Yeah, they were just saying that. You can't afford to live the, there. The mayor was like, it's it's ridiculous that the cops are allowed to live outside the city. Yeah, because they can't afford to live, they can't afford to live in your city. I've been on this kick where I watch like videos, like YouTube videos of dudes showing off apartments in New York. Mm-hmm. It's like... Yeah, like 400 square feet, $1,600. Well, this guy walks in, and it's literally a bed, and he could, he, he stood in between the bed and the walls. He stuck his hand on both walls. Yeah. And he turned around and took, he's like, watch this. It took like six steps. No, like no hot plate, no, there's like a little tiny refrigerator, like mm-hmm. the size of like a- like Yeah, a, college like, dorm fridge. It's like smaller than that. And they wanted sixteen fifty a month. I saw one that was 400 square feet, the shot, like- there was a window in it, and they had like a couch or, like underneath the window, and like they walked up to the window and turned around. The shower is literally in the living room, like yeah. a walk-in shower like stall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the living room. Yeah. No, that's what I, it was like twenty-two hundred a month. Oh yeah, I've heard dudes talking like comedians talking about how they shared an apartment with a couple of dudes and they spent like twenty-five hundred dollars a month, and they were in like a four hundred square foot room with like just like three beds in there. Yeah. Like they had like a little like kitchen. With a shower in the middle of the kitchen. Yeah. Where they get, they, they, it's like, he'd be making, like, eggs and I'd be showering. <laughs> <laughs> Scrubbing my balls while I'd make a breakfast. Oh, how gross would that be? I know, dude. That is disgusting. Yeah. But, no, that's what Ready say. Player One, man. You're going to be, like, just stack some of them shipping containers up, dude. Well, no one's going to care when they're in the metaverse. Yeah. Look at Ashley's already half in it. She's in it. Sorry. If I didn't do this now, I was never <laughs> going to do it. I have 50-some tabs open on my browser on my phone because research I, for the show well, yeah and then i was just uh, looking up the the nypd the cop the kid the guy shot two of them the one died he was 22 mm-hmm. and then the other one is still, the one, he was ambushed they think they were ambushed or something i think like so well that guy the guy that they, then the other one shot him he's dead now yeah. the, the suspect is now dead but uh yeah it was something like in harlem or something it was an ambush here's the other dirty little secret during covid Guess what your politicians have been doing with these prisons? Letting people Dumping out. Dumping all these people onto the street. They want the prisons empty. Yeah, they've been doing that. They've been they doing it for years. But it's yeah. day one of this. And I've been and someone asked me one time, like, why would they do that? And I'm like, it's all about fear. Yeah. So so when, you know, you you open the newspaper and like, hey, this dude, you know, molested this kid and this dude robbed this guy and there was a shooting in your town. And then your city goes, well, it'd be better if we had that. We're down 20 police officers. If we could only raise your um, property, property taxes <laughs> and people go, 
hey, man, the way crime is, maybe we, I don't mind paying a little bit more for my property tax. It's all a scam, dude. If you just kept the cr hardcore criminals in jail, crime, you'd, crime wouldn't even be bad. No, no, that they don't keep hardcore criminals. They want to put dudes in that had bags of weed on them for yeah. crimes. Yeah. Because that's what, they're not scared. Or you get your third DUI, but you didn't get, you didn't crash into anybody or do anything else. He saw you walking out of sheets and was like, I think that dude's drinking. Yeah, or you drove, like, when you pulled out of the bar, you ran over the handicapped sidewalk that's, like, part of the curb. Yeah. And they're like, we saw you. Yeah. It's part of the curb. You cut that corner too short. And, like, you're driving perfectly fine. They pull into your house after your home mm -hmm. and arrest you in front of your house. 25, 30 years ago, the dude was like, go inside, dude. Don't let me see you out anymore. Or I'm going to throw you in jail. Yeah. Good night. Let me follow you home if you were too far from your house. I saw one of the yeah. um, I saw one yeah. of the cops out. Well, it's like a meter cop out in Hollidaysburg, marking tires one day. The chalk. Yeah, and I went. I think that's illegal, dude. I don't think you're allowed to touch people's cars. He's like, I do it every day. I'm like, that's slimy. Well, I would have went over over a two hour parking spot just to dude. keep track of the parking. Yeah. I would have went and, and I've been like, here, just dump water on everybody's this, tire. This is what pisses me off about our government. Like dude. Leave these people alone. No, think about the money he's bringing in for the, the county. If they're going to pay that dude 20 bucks an hour to walk around and chalk people's that's all he does. Oh, yeah. He just walks around during the day and checks to make downtown, sure. In downtown. Yeah. yeah. Where, like, like there's parking 10 meters, spark spots. Which I park. always love the parking meters. Mm -hmm. Not only did we pay for your shitty ass courthouse when you uh, all the funds you steal from us, um, then we pay for the roads from the funds you steal from us, and we pay for maintenance from the funds you steal from us, and then you stick a freaking thing in front of there and make me pay to stink and park there. Yeah, when you have after to. you've yanked me from my job to come out for jury duty. Yeah, that you have they force you. That to you do that. if you don't, you get held in contempt and go to jail. What well, like they're paying? Just tell them that you're nursing. You have a baby and you're nursing. I heard some girl get out, get out. I'm like, they didn't even ask for any, like... They don't care. Yeah, just tell them you can't. You're nursing. What are they going to do? No, question really? your, your, question your yeah. gender? You know I've seen work numerous times when I was on jury duty. The guy's like, I won't believe anything a cop says. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, okay, you're dismissed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I get a code up and I go, yeah, all my family worked in corrections. Yeah, I, well... Oh, okay. Sit yeah. down. Well, it was really funny when this guy, this guy was... He said, I was so funny. He said... I won't believe anything, anything they say. And the judge is like, oh, you mean like criminals? You don't trust criminals? He's like, no, I don't trust the police. <laughs> <laughs> and he, hey, he rips open his shirt. He has an NWA yeah. shirt on. He's he super mad. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, oh, this guy just got a DUI or something. <laughs> Which, hey, whatever. I don't trust anybody. So. And, then his, and then his phone rang and it was like, fuck the police coming straight <laughs> from the underground. <laughs> A but, young brother got a bag because I'm brown. Well, it was he was old. He was probably like in his fifth, like late fifties. Yeah, but well, he, he got now. But he was like real quiet. He's like, I just I don't trust anything they say. And the judge is like, Oh, you mean like you don't trust criminals? And he was like, <laughs> he just like ducked his head. He's like, I don't trust anything the police say. I don't trust the police. <laughs> he got like super mad. Yeah, no, <laughs> they, they did him raw, dude. <laughs> or like his wife ran off with like a cop or something. <laughs> it was probably something dumb. But yeah, whatever. He got off jury duty. So when they asked me, I'm like, I hate cops, I hate them. Yeah. They're like, you're, you're also. I'm going to start wearing that WA shirt every jury duty. Well, we had, we had family law enforcement. We had family law enforcement. So like every every case I was there for, like DUI. And I go up and you sit there and then they're like, 
they ask everybody the same stupid question. Yeah. They're like, do you have family or law enforcement? I'm like, yes. Like, can you tell if you want to come up to the bench? I'm like, I have two uncles that are police officers. So, like, literally the prosecution don't want me because I'm 25 at the time. <laughs> and I'm going to be like, I don't want this guy to go to jail for DUI. Yeah. And then the defense don't want me because I have police in my family. Yeah. Right. They think I don't like DUI. So, right. I'm like... Can I just go home? Because you're not going to pick me. No, back. and then they make you sit there for your $11. Well, like, well, the one I got up on, it was like uh, this guy broke into a house and stole a sex tape from his ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> well, I and I was like, this that. one's going to be fire. I want to be on this one because yeah. I'm going to get to see this tape. <laughs> and, it's a plea deal before well, no, it even gets yes, that far. That's what happened. I got on the jury. And I was like, oh, at least it's not something Because you look dumb. like an upstanding citizen that would be like... He should have never No, I lied. This is like the second time I've done or third time I've done jury duty. So they're like, you know anybody in law enforcement? I'm like, no. <laughs> so, so they say anybody in your Best immediate trial. They say anybody in your immediate family. Uh, they're not immediate, man. <laughs> they're my uncles. But I was I but then I got a letter, it's like all oh, that trial's been settled and mm. out of court. I'm like, oh well, good, I don't have to go back. But, but you're like, darn, I missed that sex tape. No, I was just happy it wasn't a DUI. I'm like, this is how boring this is. I'm gonna be like innocent. Yeah. <laughs> Why? You got him in a DUI checkpoint. It's unconstitutional. Mm -hmm. But what well, we got off the uh, COVID wagon? But we really never even touched the COVID wagon. We were still talking about the monkeys. Yeah, dude, we we're still talking about rage monkeys. <laughs> rage, rage monkeys. Well, do you, you have like a big... I was going to say... No, that was it. Just be, just keep your eye out for uh, any weird colds and, and people bleeding and... <laughs> falling or monkeys. Or, or monkeys. Or people wanting to eat your brain. <laughs> You're someone going brain. Yeah, right. If, if someone looks half rotten and he's coming at you, it's probably a good thing to run. <laughs> Remember, if you shoot them in the head. In the head only. And only, yeah. Body shots don't do nothing. By well, that's not totally moving true. the head or destroying the brain. That's not totally true. I mean, if I took a shotgun and, and whacked off both our knees, easy with that whack. I mean, I'd at least buy myself some time. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into COVID, COVID, since we're going going through it, it's kind of leading to that. I think I have an interesting clip I pulled from their agenda. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a it's a clip from their show. They they were talking about a. Uh, Interesting fact that happened, like an interesting news story they pulled off in like 2007 that he replayed. And it's about the flu and the numbers of the flu and how they don't match up. Oh. So I was going to, I figured we'd play that, delete into anything if, if you don't mind. No, that's cool. See if it, well, actually, see if it loaded. You know, you made fun of me and I pulled out my phone. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't plugged my phone in for like eight days. Yeah. Somehow it uploaded all my stuff to the cloud today. I don't know when. I never turned it on, never plugged it in. Well, thank God for that. Well, now and uh, this is about Jeez. the flu vaccine. Now I know you're lying. You just said you didn't plug your phone in for eight days. <laughs> no, I mean, like, the charge, like, overnight. Yeah. I decided to sit on the side of my bed. But I don't plug it in overnight, so it doesn't upload to the cloud. <laughs> so it does not want to sit here and yeah. upload them here at this house. Just on... You should be able to, like, undo that. Yes, but at the same time, if I don't upload my photos and stuff to the cloud, then I can't put nothing on my phone. Yeah. So you don't have to do it. If you just go off Wi-Fi... To catch twenty two, it won't upload. Then just do it once a week. That's what I normally. Why are you looking at me? Oh no, Ashley, you're so smart. Ready? <laughs> I don't have an iPhone. This explains a lot to me, uh, especially the fact that during the COVID twenty twenty period, nobody died of the flu. 
Well, if you listen to this clip, oh, it yeah. may actually have been legit. Let's listen to this. It's a 2007 clip that, that one of our producers sent me. To some other seasonal number crunching that's raising eyebrows, official figures on the flu deaths in Canada. The numbers are often cited as a reason for you to get a flu shot, but just how many Canadians really die as a result of the flu? Our health reporter, Kelly Crow takes a look. As the fall days grow shorter, Canadians brace themselves for the chill of flu season, and with it, the annual predictions of imminent death. 2,000 people, 6,000, 7,000, up to 8,000 Canadians facing death from influenza every year. Just for the record, how many deaths from the flu have been reported so far this year? One. When's the last time we had 8,000 deaths from the flu? I don't think anybody knows. So when the Public Health Agency of Canada puts this fact on their website... This is a scientific guess. This is not the truth. Because no one is actually counting deaths from flu. People may have the misconception that every person who dies from the flu is somehow counted somewhere, and they're not. Where do those numbers come from? It's all mathematical models. In this model, all deaths from heart and lung disease are considered possible flu deaths. <laughs> and this could include people who died of a heart attack that had nothing to do with flu. But the feeling is, is that anybody who died of flu should be captured in there. They also count the number of deaths officially listed as flu and pneumonia on the death certificate. That gives the range. And by this calculation, the annual death toll from flu could be as low as a few hundred. Yet the experts don't tell us that. There's about 4,000 um, deaths due to influenza um, per year. And in a bad year, that can go up to um, six to 8,000 deaths. So quoting that number is a bit misleading. Well, it's actually a lot misleading. The, the truth is somewhere in between the high upper limit and the lower limit, and it's somewhere in the middle. How close to the truth are any of these numbers? I don't think they're reliable at all. Dr. Tom Jefferson has reviewed all of the world's research on influenza and concludes that fears of flu are exaggerated. There's no estimates, uh, no real figures on deaths from influenza. They don't collect that information. So if they don't collect that information, how do they know there's a threat? And if they don't collect that information, how do they know that the policies will work? Science? Yeah. So when you heard mm -hmm. that clip that you played where they said right from the VARES database that 140, 160 some people died of the flu vaccine, mm -hmm. that's probably how many people actually died of the flu too that's what i'm thinking too mm -hmm. like they have no idea what the flu numbers are and they were right. pushing flu shots and how many people died from the flu vaccine they don't they don't keep track of anything they just make they a just, model well that's and that's what that's what got us into this whole covid crap remember that dude from britain come out with that model that he was like Oh, the whole world. Twenty-five thousand Britons are going to die, or twenty-five million Britons yes. are going to die this year. Yeah, Brits. Yeah, that, and that, that's what that—that's what the whole world based all their lockdowns and all this crap on that dude's model, which was wrong. And then remember, he got caught like breaking quarantine and going to like some chick's house. Yeah. Well, that was the dude that it was. He was making way like big news, and then he went on Rogan. Oh yeah, he went all over. He did but, it all, oh, but it blew up after mm -hmm. Rogan, like because then like all the men like. Now it's the other way. Yeah. Now they're wanting to shut Rogan off because yeah. now he's having the other doctors yeah. on. But no, that was a big deal with that. He's yeah. He said something like twenty six million or 25, 26 million. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, like yeah, like the whole country's gonna be dead. Yeah. 
maybe setting up for what's really going to happen in a month from now. What did I text you at the beginning of this week? He said all these older famous people are starting to kill over, like Meatloaf. Well, Well, it was after Meatloaf died. So we had Bob Saget. Bob Saget, Meatloaf. We had Sidney Poitier. Uh, We had Betty White. Lonnie. Not Lonnie. Louie. Louie Louie Anderson. Anderson. He was Um, a pillar of health, though. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, all these actors who've been around, you know, they're older. But, like, if you go back to, like, the very beginning of this, when the, they are talking about the vaccine, and you had, like, Dr. Tenpenny and them, like, look, like, 12 to 18 months from now, you're going to start seeing people drop dead. Yeah, well. And it's all heart-related shit. Now, none of them dudes were super healthy. Well, Bob Saget wasn't. Saget that. wasn't, like, a horrible. No, he was, like, a regular-looking 60-year-old yeah. dude. But, like, you'll send me clips and I'll see stuff of, like, younger people dying, like, athletes and stuff. And I don't put nothing on Instagram because I don't like to, like, score off right. of dead people. Because I'm not, I don't know what yeah, they died yeah, of. Yeah, they yeah. don't give you the true answer. Right. But, hey, U.S. Today made sure that they put Meatloaf was an anti-vaxxer. I know. And that he did not get the COVID shot. Yeah. Which And he said, I, I'll die if I die. Yeah, but I've read other articles that said he never said if he got a COVID shot or not. Right. He may be vaccinated. I don't. He know. may just be anti. He was anti. You he was anti mandate. Is what yeah. he was saying, and he right. wasn't going to live his life in fear. Is what he said. Yeah. So well, I mean, look at all the soccer players, dude. Been like, yeah, and they were like, "This is the highest, like, amount of soccer players cu- stopping because of heart related issues since like 1885, dude." No, it's crazy. It was like a they, like they started keeping track in like the 1800s, dude. It was crazy. But there's been a, oh, there's been tons. I've seen all kinds of articles about. But see, that. I think that's where people don't realize that everything's based on. Hey, I'm I'm gonna put all this information into a computer and it'll give me the model, and then that's what we'll go by, just yeah. like. You know, we have this misconception, I think, too, which we'll get into a little bit with, like, war with Russia. Oh, we have all these nukes. Like, if they if they launch one nuke, we'll launch 25 and wipe Russia off the face of the earth. Like, yeah, yeah in 1970, well, everything goes right. we don't even know what they have, dude. Well, you don't want to fight a, a, a world superpower. You can say Russia's weak or they don't have nothing, but they are a giant nation. It's not like we're fighting... You know, Vietnam or no? Yeah, th- listen, we haven't fought a real war war since World War Two. I mean, you could probably Korea. count Korea, yeah, the Korean War, because we fought a billion Chinamen running across the border too, right? Which people don't really understand that we fought China in that war, right? Well, that's why we were afraid of Vietnam too a little bit more. But but we haven't fought like a like a no. civilized, I guess you could say. Updated nation, right? Like Afghanistan, Syria, don't, don't Afghanistan, Iraq. Yeah, I mean, hey, I mean, they're still driving around 1952 freaking Studebakers. Dude. Afghanistan kicked our ass, yeah, and they don't have Vietnam kicked our ass. Yeah, yeah. Well, tell you, we're going to start a war with Russia, and then Biden's going to pull out halfway through and just leave our equipment there. Yeah, did you see that meme? Yeah, it was like Biden. Biden threatens Russia to pull out of Ukraine and leave behind 86 billion dollars in military equipment. <laughs> Well, that guy went on Tucker Carson. I forget his name. You sent the the article from uh, Zero Hedge, and he basically said on there, he's like, "I don't. There's no significant reason for us to want. Like, there's nothing in Ukraine we need. No, 
We'll get into Ukraine because I got a I got a couple odds and ends on them. Like some stuff's going on right now. And like, hey, how long we've been talking about Russia Ukraine? Oh, for a long, since June. Since June. Since June. And I'll tell you why when we get into it because there's really only two big two times a year that Russia can invade that country. When it's the weather property. Because of the weather. Right. Yeah. Right. But CDC changed the language. I have that too. Yeah. yeah. CDC changed the language from fully uh, vaxxed. Fully vaxxed to updated. Up to date. Up to date. Up to date. Which means you're never fully vaxxed. You're just up to date. Right. I have a, her saying about it. We really are working to do is pivot the language to make sure that everybody is, is as up to date with their COVID-19 vaccines as they personally could be, should be based on when they got their last vaccine. So importantly, right now we're pivoting our language. We really want to make sure people are up to date. That means if you recently got your second dose, you're not eligible for a booster, you're up to date. If you are eligible for a booster and you haven't gotten it, you're not up to date and you need to get your booster in order to be up to date. Now, is she, a, is she a doctor or a PR person? Uh, well, she's the head of the CDC. <laughs> I know. It's like, she probably hasn't seen a patient in 20 years. Pivot. You're going to pivot our language. Well, it's just like I saw that um, lady from Australia reading the deaths again. I mean, we played her a while ago. You know, I think they must come out every once in a while and read deaths. But she was going through all the deaths. I don't know if you pulled it or not. But no, I did not. Like, as she's going through them, she's like, this, like this. She was just doing numbers. Right. Like we had 20. I don't remember the numbers. So let's just say like we had 25 deaths and 20 of them were double vaxxed. And like she did the way she did it. She what like it ends up if you sit down and do the math, 83 percent of the deaths were vaccinated people. Yeah. yeah. 83 percent. Well, here's the, the play devil's advocate. Here's what these people that got vaccinated or too afraid to admit that it's probably not a good idea. Well, the majority of people are now vaccinated, so surely a lot of the deaths are going to yeah. be vaccinated. That's, it's always a fucking number game with these people. I know. but it, And if you look, like, did you see the lady but on Bill prior, Maher? Prior to the vaccination, we'd be saying, well, the majority of people aren't vaccinated, so that, yeah, no, like, no, that's not the way it works. I know. How do we have more people dead this year with the vax than we did last year in the same like time period when there was no vax available? Well, Delta's way worse. It was bad. Yeah. Well, now we have a new um, variant. Like, yeah, I know. If, I think it's in France or H, HB1. Washington has it. Oh, it's in the United States. They said there's two confirmed cases, and then later on it's like, only 100 confirmed cases. And I was like, well, which, which are we going with? No. no. Well, you know, so she, as she's reading them, if you sit and do the, the math on it, 83% of the people were vaccinated. But that ties into her saying it's no longer being vaxxed or unvaxxed. It's, are you up to date? So then they can say, well, that person wasn't properly vaxxed yet. Yeah, it wasn't enough vax. He didn't have the enough vaxes. He didn't have enough. Listen, shots. we're freaking 11 or 13 months into a vaccination. You should be fully vaxxed if you got a shot. You shouldn't be looking at three and four and five shots. Listen. That means it's not working. I'm five pounds lighter than Louie Anderson. <laughs> you're, about, I, you're about six foot taller, too. But I had COVID, and I live. So you'll be fine. Listen, if you've ever seen a 1,000-pound sisters, Tammy Slayton, who was pushing 
six fifty. Yeah, I didn't see that. I like got COVID and she she lived and I went. I'm good. Hey, I like when they were arguing that one scene, and she's like, "Okay, fatty." <laughs> like one fat girl calls the other fat girl fat. <laughs> it's freaking hilarious. And they're huge. I've never seen that thing. Amy's not too bad though. Just like and and when you start looking at like your at, at your circle, so like you look at the people you work with. Look at the people like just in the last two weeks, two people at my job who are fully vaxxed had got COVID. Yeah. I didn't get COVID, even though I was around one of them. You probably gave it to him, though. You were probably the carrier. Really carrier. Yeah. Here's the dirty little secret. If you don't get tested, you don't You don't have it. <laughs> yeah, you just live your life. Yeah. So, like, if you have a sniffle, you just tell everybody, oh, I just got I got a little head cold. We just got to quit playing the game. Mm -hmm. If we all quit playing the game, quit going to get tested, and, and we all know in our heart that it's not a big deal. Because, right. like, if it was a big deal week two... First week, it was bare. Like, there was people not going out. Yeah. It was scary. People were worried. But, like, after a month, you go to Walmart, it'd be, like, you'd be touching, there'd be arm to arm in there. Right. So, like, you knew then that it was nothing to worry about. Right. No one when, really when had When people concerns. weren't stacking bodies. Yes. You knew that it wasn't bad. Right. But, like, the Alberta, I saw the Alberta Health Department posted a, um, like, a chart on Twitter. Like, they tweeted it out. Well, people started screenshotting it because minutes later they pulled it back down because when you started studying the chart, uh, more than half of the deaths were vaccinated people. And that went against their narrative. So, like, they took the chart down, but people had already screenshotted it and saved it. No, go ahead. I was going to say, um, they come out and said, the CDC said that Natural immunity was six times better than having the shot this this week. Yeah, I got into. Go ahead. No, I, I, I was just gonna say I got into an argument with a dude on. And I was like, "Hey, do you know why the CDC and these vaccine companies hate natural immunity? Because it's free. <laughs> it's free. Yeah." And people were like, "Natural immunity is sketchy at best." No, and I'm sure. like, "Oh, so back in like 1776 when they were taking a needle and." hitting the pus of a, a smallpox victim and then putting it in the other person yeah. so that their immune system fought it off. Yeah. So ever since then, it's totally been well, shot that's in. all the original vaccines were. Yeah. The actual thing. Yeah. It wasn't some kind of made-up thing that changed your body. That, hey, this vaccine's shoddy at best. What always scared me about the vaccine from the get-go, when I started reading about what it was, is they literally said it changed your cell to create a spike that made it mimic the protein mm -hmm. that your body would attack the cell. Yeah. That sounds to me like your body's attacking itself. Right. And here's the other thing. Since science changes every day, like I was trying to explain this to my kids early on because like they were like, why don't we just get it and get back? You know, like everybody was. Yeah, I mean, that's what they wanted. Like to I was do. trying to tell my kids like, listen, we don't know what creates a spike in our body? Yeah. I mean, you could, we don't know. They're fine new things every day. What well, could be just, what if yeah. a sperm or like breast a tissue piece of or... sperm has a spike on it yeah. and now your body starts attacking it and we've just wiped off babies. You'll never have another baby. Or just, or what if there's something in the placenta yeah, yeah. that has a spike on it that we haven't found yet? Right. Or like breast tissue or now yeah. there's more, even more breast cancer. Right. right. Whatever, we'd have no idea what it's going to do. We have no idea. Well, they already say 
that if you had a vaccine, you should not get a mammogram for, it was a year, but I think it's like four to six months now because you have your lymph nodes in that area. Are going to be attacking shit that shouldn't well, be in swells, there. Yeah. yeah. And they don't want to give false, it's not so much the false positive, but they don't want to miss diagnose like miss a cancer mm-hmm. because they're like, oh, it's just the, or whatever. Right. They don't want to cut boobs off because you didn't have it. Or miss one because right. you're like, oh, that's just inflammation from the shot. So that's, what's that I tell you? I didn't hear that one. What's that tell you? That's scary as hell. Yeah. Especially four to six months afterwards. Right. I mean, that's almost sounds like when they gave me the shot for, um, oh, what the heck was that one they gave us when I was in the military? Anthrax. Anthrax, dude. I had a golf ball in my arm for months. Yeah. And it was hot. <laughs> it was like, it's like yeah, your body was body. rejecting it. Yeah. Get out of here, dude. Like, we don't want you in there. But like, also, if you think about it, if you get a mammogram every year to check for breast cancer, mm-hmm. if you have to wait a year and they want you to get a goddamn booster every year. Yeah. When are you ever going to get a check to get yeah, your when breast Yeah, when are you going to get a ma- mammogram? Sorry for the GD. But. I didn't even hear it. Uh, oh, I don't know. I'm off track again. But I, the two things I have for COVID will kind of end it. So go ahead if you have anything. Yeah, my, yeah mine too. My, like one of the things is a transition into almost economy. And then the other one's just sort of like a side note on COVID. Okay, well, I, I have here, I want to get your opinion on. I don't know what's going on with this. Let's do this one first. The, the remember you sent me that. Uh, you sent me that clip of. It's a ruling. Ashley's taking pain pills. Ashley's <laughs> taking heartburn medicine. The dog wants to know what it is because she no. heard it. No, but you, you sent me that clip from the TV show in uh, Canada. Where the kids are like saying they want people to be arrested. If oh yeah, yeah, they're teaching their little kids to, to arrest unvaccinated people. Right. So I have a nominee for uh, hero of the week. This is a student from uh, Illinois school. She went to the school board meeting. Oh yeah, I saw this. And read, uh, read off, you know, thanking them for what they did for the school year. Sarcastically. Oh no, she's serious. Well, did you hear the girl from <laughs> Britain too? No, I didn't. Uh, I'll talk about that. But I'll play this one because I think I think I want to nominate her. I think she's the first time we had to hear it for a week for a while. But I'm gonna play it right now. Thank you for teaching students that our own mental health is much less important than making triple vaccinated adults feel safe. Thank you for teaching me that even the most minute risk is not worth taking. Life is best when you take the path of least resistance, with no chance of failure, and definitely no chance of catching a cold. Thank you for not reaching out to the students to ask how we feel about masks, because if you did, the majority of students would say that they hate masks, and then you might second-guess your decision to make us wear them. Thank you for allowing me to experience the anxiety associated with never seeing facial expressions. Thank you for teaching us that we should never question authority or think critically, but instead we should follow whatever the people in charge tell us to do. Obedience is best. I realize now that thinking for yourself is overrated and not really necessary when you can just make decisions based on fear. Thank you for pushing your irrational fears and anxieties on me because I didn't already have enough to worry about. I realize now how easy I had it when I only had to worry about my classes, my grades, SAT, and getting into college. Thank you for teaching me that being a morally superior person only requires that I cover my face for eight hours a day. 
and that the most morally superior people wear two masks or even three masks. <laughs> As you know, states around us, Indiana, Wisconsin, Iowa, Michigan, and Minnesota, which have two and a half times more students than Illinois, don't force kids, don't force kids to wear to masks. I'm with you, though. These states are out of control, recklessly putting kids at risk of misery and death every day. Masks work, even if these states have the same outcomes as Illinois. Speaking of data, thank you for staying silent without mask about masking, despite the fact that COVID has a very high survival rate in kids my age. Who needs data anyway, though? We all know that it will never be safe to see anyone's face ever again. <laughs> so she just smashed them. Yeah, she smashed. Well, that's a true point. She said, you know, if the other two states over had just as many kids, not more, and they have the same exact outcome, and they did not mask at all, right. why are we doing it? Right. But they, that's, I'm sick of that. These people are supposed to be educated. Oh, I know. They're supposed to be our smart ones. And they tell me, quit being political. Just get a mm-hmm. vax. I'm like, why don't you quit being political and just let me live my life? Right. You know, if you want to get a vax, go get it. Yeah. Leave me it alone. protects you. Yeah, you should be protected. Rachel Maddow said, if you get the vax, the disease does not get in you. You cannot pass it. Do, like, do we all forget when they said that? You could play like an hour montage of like yes, every of all planet, the freaking all mainstream like media, yeah. state senators, the president, the vice president. Mm-hmm. Get it? You'll be safe. Nothing will happen. Meanwhile, young kids are getting myocarditis. Yeah, no biggie. It's this mild. Well, that's they only have to do a hospital stay, yeah. and they have a heart problem the rest of their life. Yeah, no mild. It's mild. Well, that that's similar to the one I heard where the little girl. She's probably like seventeen. I guess she's not little. I guess. Yeah. But she was like similar. She was like, "You've destroyed our freaking lives." Yeah. Like right. you've destroyed us. Well, people don't. I mean, it's not a big deal to me and you and mm-hmm. Ashley and like adults. But, like, they didn't go to prom. They didn't have, like, they didn't get to do any of the shit that everybody's always done. Like, football game, like, homecoming game. Right. No, they're destro- They're destroying these kids. It's not a, I mean, like I said, it's not a big deal to me. Like, I didn't really care when I was in it. But there's people, that's a big deal to those yeah. kids. You know what I mean? Like, that was their time. And yeah, then, you don't ever get that back. Right. And, I mean, looking back now, I was like, ah, I wish I would have done this a little different or that a little different. But those kids don't even get to do any of it. They have no chance to make the decision. No. But, you know, whatever. But that you said that lady was from Britain, the other girl? Yeah, the little girl, yeah. Now, I have a, I don't know what's going on. But did you see where they're basically getting rid of all mandates? But yeah, Boris Johnson, everything. Boris Johnson came out and gave a speech the other day, and they're just, like, shutting down everything. Like, no more... Mass or not? This morning, the cabinet concluded that because of the extraordinary booster campaign, together with the way the public have responded to the Plan B measures, wants we can return to Plan A in England and allow Plan B regulations to expire. As a result, from the start of Thursday next week, mandatory certification will end. Organizations can, of course, choose to use the NHS COVID pass voluntarily, but we will end the compulsory use of COVID status certification in England. From now on, the government is no longer asking people to work from home. And people should now speak to their employers about arrangements for returning to the office. And having looked at the data carefully, the Cabinet concluded that once regulations lapse, the government will no longer mandate the wearing of face masks. Mrs. Speaker. Everybody calm down. 
Mr. Speaker. Speaker, from, from, tomorrow, from tomorrow, we will no longer require face masks in classrooms, and the Department, and the Department for Education will shortly remove national guidance uh, on their use in communal areas. In the country at large, we will continue to suggest the use of face coverings in enclosed or crowded spaces, particularly when you come into contact with people you don't normally meet, but we will trust the judgment of the British people. Well, here, before we get into it, there's one. <laughs> the other thing I ever took took from the whole clip, okay, is I just I just imagine this is what Ashley hears when we talk. It's just. About when when Britain starts making changes first, here's what scares me. That's so funny to me. <laughs> what deal did the Queen strike in this new world order? Dude? Yeah. Yeah. You know no, what I mean? Did she? Did, did, hey, is the Georgia Godstones getting chiseled tonight to change the British freaking death rate to like? you know, a quarter of what it was where like America's still at 220 million, but like Britain's now at like 2 million. Well, did you ever hear Boris Johnson's dad talking about, he was on, he was on like a news show. It was probably a decade ago, mm -hmm. but they were talking about like uh, the uh, population. And he was like, oh, it'd be, you know, like uh, Britain would be much better if it was like 15 million. This 75 million is way too many people. <laughs> That's, yeah. like, that's like 50 million people. <laughs> Listen, here's when you, people don't realize, dude, when you look at like, so the countries in the Southern Hemisphere on like maps are scaled smaller than what they actually are. Right, right. Like Brazil, if you took Brazil and clipped it off the, uh, out of South America and brought it up, it's as big as the United States. Yeah, Brazil. It's it's the, the size yeah. of it is yeah, yeah, yeah. A, like I don't like I read somewhere once that you could take the entire population of the world mm -hmm. if you lived like you did in New York City in high rises and you could put them all in Texas. Texas. Yeah, that's been fact checked. Yeah, the entire population of the world. So these people who are like, we have too many people. No, you know, what the problem is, you don't have enough money. You you think you know a uh, seventeen billion or whatever. The entire purse of the English people isn't enough for you. Right. Well, also, like, I understand why people do believe in that. Because if you live in a big city, you do think there's a lot of people. There's too many people. Because mm -hmm. you don't know what it's like. You fly over the country. There's the nothing. Dry, there's not, I mean. Nothing. People there's like a farm. Oh, 2,500 acre farm. Yeah. Gigantic yeah. farms everywhere. Right. I mean, you, there's all kinds of room for people. Yeah. It's just that you, you're jammed in all these little small spaces. Right. Like... You don't want to live in New York. For, yeah, I don't. God only knows. I don't that. know why either. But, well, it's weird because when you talk to people, like I, I went when I went to training for work, I was in training. I think I might have told this already. I was with a guy from. He lived right in, in Philly, but he lived like a block away from like the cheesesteak places in a row house. Right. And like we did our training in like Elizabethtown, Pennsylvania, which is like this little tiny like farm. Farming. There's nothing there. It's a farm, yeah. and we would drive like we'd be driving up to like the lo lo local convenience store or you know Burger King or whatever was in town there, and he'd be like, I, "I can't believe you guys live like this." I'm like, "What do you mean live like this?" He's like, "Like all that space in between the houses. Like, aren't you afraid someone like crawling through your window?" 
I'm like, dude, if a dude crawls through your window out of here, <laughs> he ain't getting the whole way in. Like, he getting shot. <laughs> yeah, that ain't happening. So, like, we go to visit him one time. He's like, yeah, you have to come check it out, you know. And I'm like, okay. So, we end up going to Philly for something. And, like, we're like, hey, we're going to come visit you. So, I'm on the phone with him. We go to, like, his house. And I get to his front porch. And, like, you got a, you know, row house is what yeah. those old brownstone row houses look like. There's literally a dude sitting on his, like, it's like three yeah, steps up. Stoop, yeah. And I'm like, hey, man, what's up? And I, like, knock on the door, and he comes out. He's like, hey, what's up, you know? I'm like, hey, do you know this dude? He's like, oh, no, they just they just sit down on your front porch. I'm like, <laughs> that would get you killed in my neighborhood. You don't, yeah, you don't, like, if some stranger just showed up on my front porch and sat there. The whole neighborhood, like, who's that? Yeah. Well, like, it was funny because he moved into this brownstone, and he's, like, so proud of it. So it's as wide as my, like, where yeah. we're sitting right yeah, now, yeah. the bunker. Two floors, you know, it's a it's a two floor high, like probably basement. And he's like, I paid two hundred seventy six thousand for this. And dude, like he's like, I oh, now don't don't be upset, man. I'm, I'm working on it, you know. Like it was beat up, dude, like bad. He's like, come on out, I'll make some burgers or something on the grill. I'm like, dude, I want a cheesesteak. Like we're like a block away from like, like the Jersey. famous Philly cheesesteaks. He's like, oh, all right, cool. But like he takes me out back. It's like an eight by eight square that's his backyard eight it's like literally eight by eight and it was like cinder block eight foot high walls dude oh man i'm like that's how you live dude like you can't even put a swing set out there yeah like, i can look out and see what's in my mm -hmm. i don't feel like no one's coming to my yard. no <laughs> uh -uh. plus like everywhere here no one's gonna, no one wants to come into your house no yeah you know? <laughs> like, no one wants wrong? to come near the bunker they'll be shot who, who wants to climb through your window <laughs> i know dude it's so funny <laughs> when he said i laughed so, the, is that your last on COVID? Well, that's my last COVID thing. The other thing I was going to say about him is like, well, thank God Boris Johnson's so gladly saying, like, we'll let the people We'll let the people have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't, like, anywhere but here, I don't really care what they do. No, no, but my <laughs> only thought is, is this, my only other thought would be, like, is this just a setup so that, since he's already, like, politically dead, I think. Are they going to let him be the one to be like, oh, we're good. And then some, now the new variant pops up, like the deadly. Yeah, variant. and they change, like, they cha change from like the like the Donald Trump of England to. Well, not even that. It's like, is this where they're going to do the killing? The kill, Like, this is where they're going to start the shot. Like the one that starts killing people. Because mm -hmm. like, oh, Boris Johnson's an idiot. Yeah. Let everybody go yeah. out. See? See? You got to be locked down tight. Like the testing ground that make everybody locked down. Yeah. <clears throat> could be. Could be. Because it's just odd to me that like they that. would break free unless he's politically dead and thinks this is the only chance I have to save my... Well, they've been calling for him to but, resign. But if you hear the way he said it, it's not... It, it sounds like it wasn't his decision. Yeah. yeah. Like, But also it sounds like people liked it. Yeah. Because when they did the, you know, you don't have to wear a mask, they got pretty happy. Yeah, they did. But my, my only last yeah. two things on, on COVID were car, the Carhartt boycott yeah because they're forcing their employees to <laughs> that's so if that you, is so funny to me i know because they're so like monotone like well the first time he's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's a bunch of old people like like so hey it's not like zombies and um so the co the massive convoying in Canada right oh, now yes. I've, I've, of right. trucks yep, yep, that I'm are pro and if you like I've been seeing videos all it's day miles long. 
it's they're miles. Dudes are standing on like bridges, like bridges, like supporting them. But like, that's how we end this, dude. Yeah. Like, who who are you gonna get to move goods, dude? If if you're if the dude that there's two ways to end it. We stop playing your game. Mm-hmm. Stop like, getting tested. Yes. Not even playing the game. Stop getting tested. Stop get yes. Stop getting tested and stop telling people you have COVID. Yep. It's not you're you're not winning the the, the disease lottery like they've been training us for. Like right. they were like, I got a bipolar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have depression. I'm like, how about this? No one's sick anymore. Just go to work and shut your face. Yep. Two, if they make you get a man mandate you to get the shot and you don't want it, quit working. Everybody yep. quits doing stuff. Right. And if if you don't agree with it, the mandate. You stop working. I don't care if you got vaccinated or not. Right. Because it's, it's your right. Eventually, it's going to come to something that you don't want to do, and they're going to take your right. To quit just mm-hmm. playing along. Oh, we'll just move along to get things going. It ain't going to get going if hey, we keep kicking the ball. Hey, for 20 years, they've been saying, what have they been saying about abortions? It's just a, it's just an easy medical procedure in right. and out, same day. Yeah. So how long before your employer, like, look, everything they're saying with COVID. Well, they we just allowed that. The hospital, to, they sued the guys that stayed to work. It's slavery. Yeah. The nurses. Yeah. Seven nurses wanted to move jobs. No, seven nurses got off. So oh, yeah. Let's go. Let's get into it. Go ahead. So they're at will workers, which means you are under, you are not under contract. Correct. You can leave whenever you want. A, another local hospital offered those seven nurses better wages. The hospital that they worked at sued the sued the seven employees to stop them from going to work until they could fill those positions. Now, when you read into that article, the jobs they do are highly skilled jobs. This isn't like changing bedpan jobs. These are for like blood. Like it was like a, um, I can't remember what they did, but what the unit that they worked on, and there's only like 14 well, of them. Well, so what? Yes, and they're very highly skilled. Now, if they were under contract, I could see getting sued. Yes, because you paid, you signed the contract. Because you signed a deal. Like you finished the contract. Right, you finish out your out. contract, then you walk away, right. But to sue because your employees want to go to work for a competitor. And when it goes to court, it went to court, and what they said was not... Hey, you're gonna pay them what they, they what they were offered. No, it was well. Let's just let's just sit down and talk about it. And until we're done talking about it, oh, the day you're supposed to start at the new hospital, you'll stay here, slave. Yeah, it's slavery. Mm-hmm. Now I understand if the judgment said, listen, the hospital that you're working at is gonna pay your exact wage. That's plus half time. Yes, because I'm forcing you to do something against your Correct. will. Now I don't understand that to a point. That's still slavery. It's still slavery, right? Yep. I, you should not be under anybody's control. But this is the problem. If you start watching like videos of like courtrooms where the judge is like, "How dare you speak out? Thirty days in jail." Yeah. Dude, who gives? That's not law. Uh, yeah, that's. You not just law. don't get to make shit up. Well, it is because we've allowed them to do that. Right. right. But see, at some point, society has to start taking things into their own hands. Right. So when a judge says, "Okay," You're going to stay here for 30 days until we figure it out for you. Mm-hmm. Then you should be allowed to say, oh, for that 30-day period, all your stupid laws no longer come into effect. 
So if I want to start an assassination program, <laughs> I will start assassinating you. Or they take you. Just for the next 30 days until you figure it out. Or they like lock you up for 30 days and 150 of your friends come to the jailhouse and say, well, we're not doing this. Or when you get out, you get 30 days of the purge, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should get equal uh, equal right. opportunity. Yeah, no, you can just do whatever if you If you want. can make your rules up in your courtroom, then the minute you step into my world, I should get to make my rules up. Right, like for 30 days, you just go rob someone. Right? No, you get to do whatever you want to anybody who was in that courtroom oh, when he made his rules yeah, up. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Attorneys. Right. Uh, DAs. Police Mom, officers. Witnesses, jury, judges, sheriffs. You should get the same rules. Just because he puts a black robe on shouldn't give him permission to make up whatever the hell he wants. No, no. He has to follow the Constitution. And again, just because we put a bazillion dudes down here in Harrisburg, they shouldn't get to make up what they want. No, it has to follow the Constitution. Right, which emergency declarations don't. Trump or supersede the Constitution of the right, Pennsylvania well, that's, that's the problem. or the United States. Yeah, people don't know because they quit. Well, they quit teaching that. civics. They don't teach anything in school because. Which brings me that meme. That meme I saw. I saw a meme that said they don't. Oh, you said it. I think it was the peanuts. Like they don't teach anything that's going to help you throw overthrow the government. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think overthrow their power. What I talked to you about today. I think I called you today. So my my wife and I were watching Major Dad. Oh, yeah. Last night. Right? Do you remember the show, Major yeah, Dad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good show. And, like, it makes me think of Uncle Jerry. I can way. see that. Yeah. I can see that. He kind of reminds me of Uncle Jerry. He's got that hot, tall, thin look to him, you know. So, I'm watching that. Even though Uncle Jerry wasn't, like, a super tall dude. He's, like, our size. He's, like, you know, Well, I'm five, short, ten, so, five, yeah. Nine. So, I'm watching the show. Now, if you don't, if you never saw the show because you're not, like our age yeah. or you never watched it so it was on in the early 90s right after like right during desert storm um who was in it okay well here's what i know him from jay he was the dad in jericho do you remember the show jericho where the nuclear bombs go off and they shut that show down real quick when people started like learning how you can like be on your own without government aid right, and stuff. Yeah. I don't remember the show, but I know you're talking. I, know, I mean, I know the show. He's but... in a bunch of stuff. So, like, he's famous. Like, I, I looked him up because he's been in a ton of stuff. But, like, he's most famous. He was the last bad guy to go against, um, yeah, Gerald McCraney. Show me a picture of him. You'll know him. Oh, okay. But he's in, like, L.A. Law. He's, like, he's been on a lot of shows. But he was the last bad guy to go up against, um... Uh, Dylan, uh, deputy or sheriff Dylan, and like Gunsmoke or whatever. Oh, oh. Yeah, so he was like he was always known as a bad guy till he did this. He was in. Uh, he was the bad guy in uh, that H. Uh, Deadwood. Yeah, he probably maybe I never he saw. He was. That he one. was like the rich guy that ran the town. He like came in and like killed a bunch of people. Yeah. So anyway, he's like a he's a marine. So he's like a conservative Marine military guy. I like remember the show I've never seen this picture. I, yeah. was, I was thinking, when you said Major Dad, I'm thinking Major Payne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he marries a reporter. She was like a hippie, right? Because originally, the first season, they're in California. She's a pretty black-haired lady, I think. Right? Yeah, she's a pretty, yeah, she's a pretty woman. 
So she's like a she has three kids. Her husband's deceased, you know. So it's like the really cool Brady Bunch. Yeah, yeah. It was a, it's a spin <laughs> on the Brady. It was a spin on all that stuff. So you he can only tell so many stories in so many ways. Yeah. So the episode we were watching, she's talking about this her friends from college at um, Santa Cruz, right? Now she was a hippie, like locked herself to the nuclear reactor with these two. And her husband, who's since deceased in the show, she's like, listen, my friend Flower, and I can't remember the other person's name, are coming. And they're going to be, they're our, our, my kid's godchildren. Like, we put it in our will that if something ever happens to, you know, meet her and her former husband. Yeah, it was Flower and Jeff Bridges. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Flower and, uh, yeah, so, Jeffrey Lebowski. So she's like, and he, like, at first he's like, Whoa, like these guys are scumbag hippies. Like they don't, they don't work. They just travel around. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, watch, they're going to be like these diehard, like millionaires now, you know? So they show up in a Porsche and they're these big, huge business people now. She's all angry. Like, I can't believe they sold out their ideals. You did too. And like (laughs) this and that. (laughs) Like not him, but. She started sleeping with an army guy. Well, yeah. So, like, she's like, I don't want them to be. Our she's God. a reporter. She's sold out. Nah, she was like a libtard, though. She's a, even in the show. She's sort of liberal. It was like a dharma. It was like an old. Like, yeah, back then she's back then she was liberal. Now she's right wing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like, I don't want them to be our godchildren anymore. So like they, he's like, well, let. He's like, don't say anything yet. I want to see if dude will let me take a ride in his Porsche. You know. <laughs> so like he likes them because they're millionaires right Mm -hmm. so they go out and like they're like hey you know we don't even have time to have kids ourselves like we think it'd be best if we aren't like our godchildren well then she's all pissed off right but i told my wife i said you know these are the 60s hippies Mm -hmm. so i'm listening to freaking glenn back today and what's he talking about he's like look we've lived through this before it was the hippies of the 60s, dude, that destroyed society. And the conservative, middle-class Americans picked up all the pieces. You know? And I'm like, whoa, that's what I was just was talking about last yeah, we, night. Yeah. Whoa. And what? who is in charge of our, our Congress, dude? Yeah. This is the oldest Congress that we've ever had. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Their average age in Congress, in the Senate, is the oldest in American history. You know, like the 80-year-old Pelosi and, you know, mm-hmm. all these people. Oldest ever. But who are these people? The boomers, man. That now they were the hippies. Yeah, the, well, yeah, the boomers. They'd have been the hippies, boomers. Yeah. They were the hippies of the 60s. What did they do? They destroyed society. That brought us into, you know, what happened in the 60s? Kennedy assassinations. MLK. Um, Malcolm X, yeah. And then you get into the 70s, they shipped our jobs overseas, they closed our factories, uh, inflation skyrocketed, you were paying 20% to get a home loan. But then what happened? Then a Republican conservative took over and cleaned the mess up in the 80s, right? But during that time, those hippies of the 60s that were in college were now your business people in the 80s. And what did that lead to? The stock, the dot com boom of the nineties, because they were up. 
Hey, we oh, want our money. We want our money. We want this. We want this. It's hours. Hours. Yes, hours, 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 hours. Me, 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 me. Because that's what they were the whole time. That's what they've always been. Yeah. I should sleep whoever with whoever I want. I don't need to listen to you. There's no rules in society. I should get to do whatever yeah, I well, want. Well, they, it's, it was, their idea was peace, love, and we do whatever we whatever anybody wants. But as soon as they got older, they were like, you can't do nothing. Well, that's, I think it's good. Yeah, unless we think it's good. Yeah, and then we're going to kick the door years. closed on you. Yeah. So you can't make it. Right. That's it. And now, what are they doing to our kids? Making them think they're guys and women. And yeah. Women. We're going through a 60s hippie movement. Where they're destroying whatever's left of, you know, I mean, think about the 60s hippie movement. What did it destroy? The, the dad at work, the mom at home, raising your, yes, it destroyed the meaning of America, the family, the sit around the dinner table. That was destroyed because what happened in the 70s? Women go to work. And in the eight women, yeah, it's not bad. No, actually. it's not a bad thing. Women right in the house, actually. Yes. Uh, the, uh, back in the people think like women were like uh, dopes that didn't do nothing. Like they just cleaned the house. They ran the entire yes, household. They, they were the yeah. power of the family. And if you think about it, they ran the budget. Yeah, they were the strongest person yes. in the family. They controlled everything. They made sure the kids were taken care of. What did he do? He went inside at work all day, then come home. Ate dinner and went off to the American Legion and drank beer with or his bowl, war yeah, bodies. Yeah, or bowl or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. She, she took care of everything. She was the strongest person mm -hmm. in the What are they doing today to our kids? They're destroying what a family is. No, no, They're destroying, they've destroyed, so they destroyed the male goes to work, the wife and children stay home. Don't bother your dad. Let's see what kind of day he had. <laughs> right, right, right. Now they put both parents in the workforce. They're destroying men. There's no men either. No, they, yeah. But now they're taking our kids and going, oh, you want to be a girl today? Well, you can be a girl today. Yeah. Oh, you want to wear... They're just a, taking all you the wear Literally a nose ring that they put on bulls to control them in the freaking yeah. pen so they can't walk away. Yeah, sure. Put one through your nose. That's awesome. You, I, I noticed this to myself. When I was... A, like, did you ever see the movie... Uh, oh shit! Uh, when they drove the motorcycles across the country, it was uh, easy, easy rider. rider. You ever see Easy Rider? I, yeah, years and years ago. I mean, yeah. I, when I was younger, I always identified with the hippie. It was like Jack Nicholson, yeah, and uh, uh, Henry Fonda, and they're driving motorcycles, right? And not uh, all the other hippie that he was in a bunch of movies. I can't think of his name right now. And they're driving across the country, you know, and they the end of the movies they go to this town and these. Redneck dudes killed him. Yeah. Now, oh, when I was great. A, you ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. But when I was a kid, I was like, oh, man, these poor hippies, you know, this bullshit. And as I got older, I'm thinking, what the fuck are these guys doing in the town, sleeping along the road? Yeah. Near this dude's house and shit. I would have killed these sons of bitches. That, like, like, why have kids? And that's, like, that's what we we have. They, they did what they wanted to do. And they lived on society's dole, dude. The handouts, yeah. the freaking... Well, they know that's how you control people now. That's what they're doing. Yes. So now, if you can change our kids to think they, they can be whatever they want today, at the whim and this, yeah. what do you destroy? So whatever's remaining of a family, a husband, a wife, the kids sitting around the dinner table at night, well, it's going to be like the wonder years, dude, when the 
brother was like, I'm in the military. And the sister was like, I'm a hippie, you baby killer. <laughs> well, now you're going to be sitting at the dinner table when your kid's 17 or 18, getting ready to go to college. She's going to come home from college. She'll be like, um, yeah, well, you can't call me her. I shaved half my head. Yeah, I, you can call me him, they, them, there, they, it, whatever. Yeah. And the other sister or brother is going to be like, you're a freaking whack job. And everybody's going to be in a big fight. And they're going to destroy what's left of any family. Well, that's what they want anyway. That's yes. That whole political thing is. just And what's going to be, who's it going to be picking up the pieces? Dudes like you and me and the people who listen to our show, like who get up and go to work every day and pay their yeah, people just want to, They just want to take their kids to a baseball game and have a picnic. Yeah. After a long week's work. Right. Go to the lake for a day. Yeah. Just be left alone. They just mm-hmm. want to have a life. And they're, 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 they're fucking destroying it. And this is where we've always lost our way, I think, in America. Like, we didn't put a stop to it back then. It's kind of a weakness of freedom. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you could look at it like that. You know what I mean? You You want people to be able to make their own choices. Right. And then, well, it's not a weakness, I guess, when they're manipulating it. Right. But But freedom has to fall within an umbrella. Like, you can't have total anarchy. Not knowing what gender you are because you want to be a different gender, that's anarchy. Yeah. Like a dude with long hair and a beard sitting on Dr. Phil telling you he's a woman. And then when the guy goes, well, what's a woman? Whatever we want it to be. Right. No. There are freaking, uh, it's an umbrella. There, You're free to bounce anywhere in that umbrella, dude. But you can't punch a hole in it well, and I, claim you're something it's fine. that it's not raining. Listen, if you want to have a beard and long hair and you want to call yourself a woman, that's fine. That's fine. But don't expect me to just, I have to change my entire life. Right, but that's life. the problem. Yes. They want us to recognize that. That's not a woman, dude. No, no, I get it. I'm, like, I understand what you're saying, which is true. But like my view, it's the same view, but it's just a different angle of it. Is I, If he wants to be called a woman, that's fine. He can be called a woman, but don't expect me like, if I walk in the store and you're like, I'm like, hey, man, how you doing? And you're like, I'm not a man. Right. Well, no. I'm, I'm like, mad at me. It's like, that's not the way it works. No. Yes. You know what I mean? That's like, right. it's fine. If you want to be, if you want your friends to be like, hey, Tammy, I don't care. Yeah, right. Just go live your life. Yes. You can be Tammy with all who you want. Yeah. But don't get mad but at I me. If I walk in, you have long hair and a beard. Yeah. I'm calling you Don't dude. get, like, don't get mad at me when I go to eat dinner and there's an obvious guy with a fake tits and long hair or as a waiter. Waitress, then I'm not calling you ma'am. Well, I, I just don't. I just be like, yeah, thank you or whatever. I'm nice to them, but like, if my daughter looks at you weird, it's like, is that a guy? Don't get mad at my five year old daughter like she's an asshole, right? And we're all pieces. Because you're shit. the weirdo. You're, yes, you're, you're the one outside the. What umbrella. happened to counterculture where you're weird? You just be weird, man. Right. Why do you have to everybody? The point is that no one's going to accept you. That's the point of being weird. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, who wants to be normal? Right. I always thought it was cool. Yeah. To be the weird. punk rocker didn't have the big. You know, you don't wear a mohawk, mohawk. Quit looking at me. Right. You're just like, that's right, dude. Yeah. I'm crazy. I'm a wacko. Yeah. That's it. It's like, why? But they want to live their life, change the rules of society, and have you accept it all in one big umbrella. So, like, whoever's listening and you're getting mad at us, I don't care if you want to be a guy and you're a girl. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But don't expect me to just change my my entire life. Right. Like, I have my life, too. Hey, hey, how about, yeah, what what gives you the right to be offended at me, but I can't be offended at you? Right. It's just, I'm supposed to accept yours, but you can't accept the fact that 
I think a dude is a dude and a girl is a girl. If you and your friends want to go to your house and dance around wearing dresses or whatever, fine, do it. I don't care. I'm not going to come. I don't even care if you and your friends go out to the bar. No, 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 whatever. I'm not going to come stop you from having fun. But don't expect me to, like, change my entire life just to fit your weird view of the world. Yeah. That's not the way things work. Right. That's all we're saying. No, Robin, stay away from Blue Jays. (laughs) Yeah. And don't, like, mix. I'm just saying, like, (laughs) <laughs> Your, people take it the wrong way, like that we hate them. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're gay. I don't care if you're straight. I don't care if you're like if your sexual identity should not control your entire life. No, I know so that's. I mean, whatever. But I'm not changing my entire life because you're I don't right. scream at you because I have a wife and children. Yeah, I don't just well, yeah because you were like, uh, hey, weirdo with a mohawk. But at the other hand, I don't think like if there's like. Uh, I don't know what you would call them anymore. They thought them being offended, like transsexuals or whatever. I think I don't think the majority of transsexuals want to go to your school and be like, "I want to read to your son." You know no, I mean? it's only the ones that want to freaking. I think it's all psyop. I think it's all bullshit. It is all bullshit. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. think those people, the real ones, that really feel that way, that been like there are people probably are born fucking weird out or whatever. But I don't. They just live their life. I don't think they go and like, I want to turn your daughter into a thing. Right. They just want to be left alone. That's fine. Yeah. I think it's all just a game to make us fight with each other. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Just like the race thing. Yeah. Just like everything yeah. else. Because I don't think the majority of like people that have lived that life, they're just out letting a free flag fly. I don't, yeah. I don't think they're like, yeah. I can't wait to get a story time tomorrow and three books to your daughter about wearing a dress with my wing wang out. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I know. They're just doing what they got to do, but. But no, they're they are they're psyoping people into thinking that is the new fight. That's yeah. the new. And here's the problem: it's everywhere you. T- if you turn the TV on, you'd think we left, lived in Africa. Like every commercial's black people. Every commercial's get like you think you don't live in anywhere. Like we are a white majority here. Like I, whatever, dude. It doesn't matter. That's what we are here. We're like seventy percent white people. So. If I turn the TV on and watch four commercials, all four commercials should not have all black people in them. Yeah, no, that's weird. What, what, or all gay people. Because no, that's like 1% yeah, that's of the really, population. What really bothers me, other than the fact that like Ritz had a commercial was like guys wearing makeup, like 1% of the population is like Soundcracker. Like, they, like what's what we do? We go to these gay parties and eat Ritz. Yeah, one one person. <laughs> Whatever. They probably do eat Ritz. I don't. I used to. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> yeah, who didn't eat Ritz? Every time I go to your parties, there's always Ritz. Right. Well, that's why I said to my buddy, I was like, "Well, no, I'm going to do. Like, me and my wife are just going to have se- make a sex tape. And I'm going to eat a townhouse and be like townhouse crackers. Yeah. After straight sex. <laughs> but what really bothers me is not. This is not even a race thing. It's like every man's retarded. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Black guys, white guys, Chinese guys. Asian Here's guys. the thing, though. Like, we get, like, at church, there's a, a marriage class, right? So it's all married couples. We just kind of talk about, like, making your marriage strong through God and everything else. Yeah, that and, like, my wife is crazy, and I'm not. <laughs> and I, they're like, my husband's not. Yeah. But, like, all these wives will tell these stories, like, oh, my, I don't let my husband mess with the dishwasher. Like, he doesn't know how to do it. Uh-huh. Like, Dude played Tetris. Like, he knows how to stack plates in there. 
Right. Like, we're not all stupid retards who don't know how to freaking stack plates in a freaking... No, but every TV show... Yes! It's like, Ray Romano's like, I don't know how to do anything. See, when Brad... Or King of Queens, and like, now it's like every... Ray, like, even black dudes are dumb. Mm-hmm. Every man is an idiot. They want every man yes. to be the dumbest people ever. I don't know how to change a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> See... Brad's missing the point. Brad's the dumb one because they all were like, oh, I screwed it up once no, and I never have to do it. You know what the thing is? Like, when, he's when, like, I'll do it. I'm telling you. I do it every now, day. you're in the Marine Corps <laughs> and you got to do all that shit yourself because you're thrown into you know, You're forced to do it and you're thrown into a scenario where you have to do it yourself. Like, I don't have someone to press my clothes or wash them or make my bed or clean my room or do anything else. So, guess what? I kind of pride myself on not being a moron and knowing how to do basic life skills. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. see, even the Brits agree. Listen, dishwashers are above my my brain cells. I just oh, hand wash that. If if anybody but me loads a dishwasher, I kind of get mad at the house, dude. Anytime I am like, whoa, I can get everything in that sucker. I, I, think, I like making a game. Like you got to get everything in there. You know how lazy I am. I, me and my wife had a fight because I wanted to put do dishwashers in our kitchen so we didn't have to ever do dishes. Well, nice. like for the fact that you'd have a party or something. Well, yeah, well, that, that, and like every time I go to put dishes in the dishwasher, I gotta unload all the dishes. Yeah. <laughs> See, anytime I've ever been here and I've used plates, I'd hand wash them because I'm like, I ain't screwing this one up. Yeah. It's, just don't have one. Never needed it. All right, we got a little off topic. All right, well, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna do one thing before you get on, you're gonna go to Russia, right? I was gonna go to the economy. Okay, real well, quick. But I just have a couple things. Well, I just wanted. Yeah. I guess this will lead into economy. Yeah. This is uh, how CBS and NBC just completely smashed. Biden. <laughs> oh yeah. They, they barely just they're just burying them. Did you see the foreign the for, like the it was like an Australian? News That's thing? a whole clip. That was from when he did the the commute the computer when he's. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. then well they they played like three clips. They yeah. they were just crushing them, and like like mm-hmm. they were openly like. They said laughing. this dude needs to be in a home eating soup. Yes, and they were crying laughing. Yeah. It, was, it was that Australian booze, uh, uh, I forget the name of it. They, they, like, they're right wing. They, yeah. But I was going to play this clip of uh, CBS and NBC. Basically, I don't know. I guess he's dead. I guess he's done. That, yeah. I was like, he's no, dead? No, but they're no longer, you know, they're going after him. They're, they're, they're no longer hiding any of the bad news. You know, they used to hide the bad news. Now they're just putting it out there to air. Can I see a show of hands? Do any of you feel like the economy has gotten better in the past year? (laughs) All of you are saying no. Even though the jobs picture is brighter, even though the direction of the economy recovery is happening. Are you all concerned about rising prices and inflation? I go to the grocery store now. I'm I'm paying double the amount that I was paying, um, you know, even a few months ago. Uh, everything's gone up. My granddaughter loves bacon, by the way, and I can barely afford bacon. I can't afford bacon. Our new NBC News poll suggests Mr. Biden does need a reset because he's lost his identity a bit. He's no longer seen as competent and effective. He's no longer seen as a good commander-in-chief or perhaps most damaging as easygoing and likable. In fact, just 5% of adults say Mr. Biden has performed better than expected as president. One of the many lowest, firsts, and fewest in our poll. And as we kick off our Meet the Midterms coverage heading into November, the NBC News Political Unit 
developed what we're calling a midterm meter. It's based on previous election cycles. It's basically three poll numbers you need to know best. I'm going to start with the perhaps the most important number to understand uh, the direction of the midterms, its job approval here. The president's job approval rating sitting at 43 percent. If you look at history, history shows that kind of presidential approval rating leads to a shellacking for the party in power. How about the mood of the nation? Well, let me show you this right now. Our wrong track, the nation's on the wrong track number, sitting at 72 percent. Second poll in a row where we've been over 72? 72 percent of the nation thinks we're on the wrong track. That's insanely Yeah, high. well, here's the thing, though. you got to kind of look at. I wish I could see what, like, did they just say, are we on the wrong track? Because, like, yeah, I, can see I mean, if you look at, like, the left wing, they might be like, yeah, we're on the wrong track. Like, Texas being <laughs> banned and abortion. Right, right, right. You know. Yeah, but. And they didn't, they didn't make them get the vaccine. Like, yeah, we're not making them. Well, that's fine, make them this, is the, this is the mainstream media turning on. Yes, yes, no, I get it. You understand? I mean, like, this is a president. Okay, like you can say what you want about Trump, I don't care anymore. But he didn't. I don't know how low his approval rating was. I can't remember. He was in the four. He was always in the low, mid, low to mid four. This is a guy that had the whole entire media smashing him, except for Fox, and they were even like backhanding him. And they and he had eighty three million people vote for him. Right now, right, when you have eighty three million people supporting you, this is the president that, that like. The whole media complex is basically built around you. Been on his side. Haven't yes. really said anything. They kept the fact that he can barely walk or talk out of the media. Right. And now they're, you know, like they said, like, he's not even likable anymore because he's not pleasant or anything. He was just, he like just berated some lady the other day he's asking like, a question. Don't we remember during the campaign when he was like, shut your face, you dog face, face, pony soldier? Oh, yeah. But don't remember that. Like, do we forget those things? Yeah, no, but he... He just ran, yeah, like you said, he just, he's like running people down. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I think, mean, I think that, it, I don't know what's going to happen. Here's the thing. Who do the Democrats put up at this point? Name me one Democrat who's like in the meat news or anything else that like, because he's not running in 2024. Uh, he can't. He can't. He cannot go. Unless they come up with a he, new COVID lockdown, he can't. He cannot go on. Well, he can't the road do that. He talk. can't do that cycle. There's <laughs> no way. Like, like they can't do another lockdown where he's away the whole time. He right. couldn't have done it this time. And she can't do it because people too, hate her more than they hate him. Very unlikable. Yes, and she doesn't like. Did you see the what they asked her about? Like, should we be changing what we're doing? And she's like, we should be doing. Oh, she's an idiot. What we've been doing. Yeah, she's. And we're doing. The things that need to be done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that should be put on a t-shirt, dude. She, dot, 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 Kamala Harris. She is so unlikable. She couldn't even... I don't... She didn't I watched her plug in a hybrid, dude. Oh, yeah. Did you see the video? Yeah. It, like, it was funny because the, well, the dude that was like... <laughs> she is such so she plugs it in and, and the lady's like, okay, you can take your hand off of it. Yeah, you just plug it... Plug it in, pl plug it in, and like she's holding the plug on the Tesla, and she's like, "I don't even smell like the smell that you smell when you pump gas." And she's like, and there's not that glug 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 glug. Like yeah. this is an idiot. Kid. You haven't pumped gas in thirty years. Well, you know she's not even. She's so dumb. Like when Kennedy went to Dallas, they're like, "Put this cowboy hat on." He's like, "No." Yeah. What am I, an idiot? Right. She's dumb. She's she'd be like, do you got a pair of boots to go with Yeah, she'd be wearing, like, spurs. I like, can put them up the in the air. Go jingle, jangle, jingle. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. she's a moron, dude. 
So who are they running? He wouldn't wear a hat, so they shot him in the head, dude. <laughs> You're going to see a push for AOC and those no, stupid no, tricks. Oh, yes, she, they will. Yeah, no, they no, will. No, 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 no. She's unlikable. She is, a, oh, she is. is. She's, as, she's as hated with, like, your old school Democrat as Kamala. They need. They I'm going to tell, no, no, tell you right now who's Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton. <laughs> oh, I was going to say Hillary's yeah. coming back. They need a middle of the road. Well, after what we she had, she isn't that Listen, bad. Hillary Clinton will make this dude look oh, like a like she look like a genius. She'll look like a genius. Yeah. yeah. She at least hey, she doesn't run a crime family, dude. It's not like she she's ever killed people, anyone. Man, they ain't gonna put up with this shit. Mm-mm. At least she can do that. He can't even do anything. Look, mm-hmm. he's an idiot. Hey, listen, he just doesn't want his kids to grow up in a racial jungle, all right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're white I kids don't even know are how, just as smart as black kids. I don't even know how this moron, I don't know how even, like... They cheated. They I know, but, to. like, no one pays attention to anything he's ever said in his whole life. I know. He's, like, like a bore... Everything he's ever said was dumb. He... He's not borderline... I know what you're going to say, borderline racist. No, he's a racist. He is a racist. No, he's a racist. He stole speeches from Kennedy the first time he ran for president. Listen, he, he, why are you like? Serious? I'm just saying he wrote <laughs> word for word. I know it was a joke. Like I remember seeing stand-up acts like in the like the late '80s, like when I was there. Robin Disney. Williams was making fun of the dude back in like the not early '90s. Yes, because he stole word for word speeches from Kennedy and someone else when he even, was running for president. Even Dan Rather called him out because like I, there's a clip where he's like, I was. Top of the class in law school, and th- and he I had like two scholarships. I went to school, and they were like, Dan Rather was like, we checked on these facts, and he was actually at the bottom of his class. Yeah, well, he was a freaking moron. He'll come out and be like, I was a union guy. I've always been a union guy. And it's like, and then people are like, he never even worked anywhere. Yeah, because his dad was like the president. Well, he was not even company. in a damn union. So like this guy, no, I know he's a lies over and over. He, again. Well, he says he's from Pennsylvania. Yeah, you were born here and lived two years, or three years of your life. Yeah, and you met your family moved. Listen, dude, I'm from. You're my not mom. a Pennsylvania. I'm from my mother's womb, man. <laughs> but anyway, sure, we, yeah. we talked about. Oh, I was <laughs> hey, I always wanted to make T-shirts for Mother's Day, like my mother's name, Linda. Straight out of the way. I, no, I was gonna say straight out of Linda. <laughs> <laughs> and wear it. You know, like I get like you like one for your mom. Yeah, dude, yeah. Out of Cindy. dude, straight out of Cindy. I would wear it. Last out of Cindy, <laughs> middle out of Cindy. <laughs> Yo, I'm straight out of Cindy. A red haired bitch named Ashley. Yeah. I can't get no sun. I get burnt. <laughs> I do. All right, it's time. We're gonna move on. We'll hit some economy. We'll hit some Russia, and then uh, we'll we'll get into maybe a little bit of. Uh, MLK. Yeah. I know. All right. So we talked about the trucks in Canada. Like, yes. so at the end of this month, here in the next couple of days, the U.S. Canadian border is going to be shut down to any unvaxxed truck driver. So that ought to work wonders for getting products in and out of the United States to these countries. Well, Canada relies on us. So Yeah, I know. Inflation last month it was seven percent for the month. So that's the highest since like nineteen eighty. We've had the worst market like first month of the year 
since 19 or since 2000. It just tanked some more. Well, it yeah, but it jumped up at the end. And I was reading some stuff like it ended up in the in positive. Okay. It was down nine hundred. Because the whole thing with Russia and the Ukraine. Well, they then they tanking. threw someone come in it, it late in the afternoon and threw some put stop puts in and like jumped the market mm. back up at the end. Because it's all. The other really interesting nice. thing I saw this week: the DC mayor come out and had signs put up in grocery stores. It was like, "Only take what you need. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't buy extra." And I want you to self uh, ration. Well, yeah, yeah, self ration. And I saw it was funny because I saw a uh, clip today. So somebody was in Target, and they were like, "It's not even Valentine's Day yet," and they already had Easter stuff going in. Oh, um, yeah. I saw but that the, Valentine, December. the Valentine Day stuff was, like, empty. And they were like, hey, do you think you can get us some more Valentine's Day candy? So, like, I don't know. I guess if you're going to get candy and stuff from Walmart, you might want to go get that shit now. Well, I, I saw a clip from... Go buy local. I saw a Instagram. Yeah, local candy. I saw a clip on Instagram of uh, a... Oh, my, my Trader Joe's mm -hmm. in that store. I think mm -hmm. it was Trader Joe's in Maryland. Yeah, there's one to stay college. In Maryland, no fruits are, like, empty. Completely empty. Not, like, sparse. No fruits or vegetables in the whole damn store. Well, I'm telling you right now. So, I get on Amazon this week because I wanted to make a t-shirt. So, I get on to order some t-shirts. And all black... Just plain black t-shirts. Um, I forget the brand. I'm probably wearing it. Gildan? Yeah, the yeah. Gildan brand, heavy cotton. Mm -hmm. So after I finally found a three-pack and extra large, I order it. Do you even lift, bro? I don't even lift, bro. <laughs> and I'm not, I ordered them last week. I, don't, I'm, I haven't even gotten them yet. Oh no! They don't come to the twenty sixth. I'm glad I have Prime. I do too. I know you don't get nothing in two days anymore. No. Oh, I've been. And then I ordered like a golden brown, like a actually actually get stuff in two days because she gets like anime porn. No, I just got a four pack of deodorant for seven fifty. Right. So then I ordered right, I, I ordered a three pack t shirt and another t shirt. Well, the other t shirt's not even coming until February. <laughs> And they're yeah. just plain t-shirts. black t-shirts. Nothing on. Well, I got a three-pack of black, and then I ordered one that was like a golden brown, like mustard color. It's cool looking. Yeah. How you know a shirt I'm making? What's that? Me and my homies would be stacking bodies by now. Samuel <laughs> Adams. That's cool. <laughs> but, uh, he's but, my favorite Adams. Yeah, he's my favorite Adams, too. And then I was going to put a couple beer mugs there next to it. Like, um, I ordered... Phone cables because you know the billion dollar Apple company that provides you with a phone cable to charge always phrase. So I had to order new ones, you know. They're not coming for like three more days. I ordered them yesterday. Yeah. You don't get anything in like one or two days. I mean, there's some stuff you do get. Like Ashley's deodorant. Like yeah, Ashley's deodorant. Ashley. Pale ale. Say ginger ginger spread. Gingerbread. <laughs> <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> Pale ale gingerbread. <laughs> but like ridiculous. Back, you know what I was saying about like we're reliving the sixties. Remember what happened in the seventies? Yeah, gas crisis. Gas crisis. Like 
I know we, they said you wouldn't be able to get gas now. I, like, I know we, we, like, we're angry at the way, like, because in the last 40 years, we've been in abundance. Uh -huh. But, like, if you, like, our parents, like, if you're, License plate ended in an odd number. You could only get gas one day. If it ended in an even number, you could. Ambulances couldn't get gas. Like well, that was back in the time too, when like ga cars use gas, like use gas. Mm -hmm. Big time. Yeah, you got like four miles to the gallon yeah. in your boat, uh -huh. in your muscle car. But like, we haven't even seen that yet. No, it's gonna get way worse. It, it's gonna get worse. Yeah, like, and then. What will come out on the other side? Strong men that will rebuild. That, that is, unless unless Russia nukes us because the idiot in, in office is going to get us all killed. But we'll get into that in a second. But yeah, we haven't this even is, seen a seventies economy. This was just transitory. Yeah, no, that's that was last year. <laughs> so I know I didn't hit like a whole lot of the economy, just like buzz through it. But it's not getting better. Mm -mm. It's not going to get better. It's probably going to get a lot worse before it gets any better. Get your extra food and stuff. It, do not do what the D.C. mayor said and buy only what you need. If they have it, you buy it. Mm -hmm. Buy it now because you may not be able to get it two months down the road. Like we said over and over again, we are in a lucky area. Yeah. People around here are pretty self. They take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, So I don't think we'll ever get super bad. I mean, we literally have Amish yeah. people living around. But it's still people, like we've talked, like, people still make their own sauerkraut. People yeah. still grow their own And vegetables. have a little garden. Yeah, but, yeah. like, you get in these big cities, it's going to get bad. Yeah, you'll, you'll die. You could. You'll starve to death. It might get that bad. I'm not calling the shot, but it could get that bad. Yeah. And it depends, I think, too, what happens with Russia and the Ukraine. Yeah. Because we, like... Just this week, now we've been talking about this for a year, and there's really only two good, well, since June. I thought they were going to in, invade in June. Well, you were talking about it for a while. Yeah. yeah. But I think, see, now Ukraine has dirt on our president. Well, yeah, well, obviously. Right. Like, I saw a funny meme on uh, Babylon B that was like, Biden says it's okay to invade as long as you don't mess with um, Hunter Biden's uh, oil, 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 oil company. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as long as you take Hunter Biden's oil company, you can invade Ukraine. So there's only really two good seasons. Like you can invade in the dead of winter right, now, when, froze, yeah. when it, everything's froze, or you can invade in like June when it starts drying up. When it's dry enough to drive your tanks through the fields because it gets muddy. Yeah, it's they have like a thick permafrost there, so they'll have a. When we get six inches of snow here and it melts in a couple of days, that's not how it works over there. They get a foot of snow and it stays all winter. Right. And then when it defrosts, it's a muddy, stinking mess that you can't drive. Till, yeah, until like the middle of like, when it's till hot, June. like a month yeah. or so. And then... Now, they, they, um, they had some talks last week. They pretty much failed. And if you watched our guy, Blinken, Anthony Blinken, who's like a... I don't know how this dude's in charge of the Department of Defense. He looks like I could literally push him over with my breath. He, uh, listen, if he played in the NBA, I could breathe on him and he'd fall over and get a technical. 
But if you watch him and the Russian, his Russian counterpart, they shake hands before their meeting. They don't even look at each other. Well, so you knew that nothing was coming out of this meeting. Well, they pulled all the people out. Of well, Ru what Russia wants is guarantees that you won't, you will stop allowing their surrounding countries into NATO. Right. Do not allow these countries into NATO because you've literally surrounded us. Correct. Yeah. Like, at least now there's a buffer of a country or two in between sure. NATO countries and We're them. We're going to see their point of view, too. Yes, absolutely. I mean, if Russia come over here to Mexico, we'd be throwing an absolute fit. We should be. Yeah. Yeah. But the United States is saying, we're not giving you those guarantees, which I see the NATO's point of view, too. Like, hey, you're not going to dictate what NATO does. Yeah, now your egos are in play. Right. But at the same time... I like Cooler that, heads have to prevent. Like we said, that gentleman already said, there's nothing in Ukraine that we There's need. nothing in Ukraine that makes sense. It's a corrupt country already. Right. It's terribly a corrupt. Yes. And it's strategically, there's really nothing there's, there that we need. Right. Because you already lost Crimea. Right. Now, in 2014, if you would have let them in and not allowed Russia to get Crimea, which is a port that doesn't freeze over all year. Correct. Which gave Russia a warm weather port. Right. I know it's not warm there all year, but it doesn't freeze like their other ports do. Correct. But just the other day, Saturday night, about midnight, the U.S., Germany, Australia, they all started evacuating their diplomats right. and families. Now, that's the first step. He did say today, or what? Yeah, well, yesterday maybe that we can't guarantee we can get you out so you need to leave <laughs> aka hey, afghanistan hey, dude, you're all over it hey, if they say you probably should leave i'd be the first one on the plane because mm -hmm. they already show what they can't do and what there's still americans in afghanistan oh, yeah. by the way oh yeah that was like one of the big that would be like that was our hanging off well we already went over and hanging off the helicopter in saigon moment like of our generation I, i've never seen anything like that in my life <coughs> except we got all of our military equipment out of, out right. of vietnam but i'm just saying like and we got all of our citizens out right but i'm just saying that was like those people hanging on there were vietnamese people yes, trying, trying to, to get, get out. out that was the most embarrassing thing i've ever had happened in my life to our country i think was that day that that well that month or whatever it's, it's still well it's still, it's go, still it's going, going on. on they're just not covering it yeah it's incredibly embarrassing it is that you'd actually leave your own citizens behind and not only did you leave your own citizens behind but you screwed other countries in nato you completely screwed all your trust throughout that region well that region and well, the world england australia all these other countries were trying to get their people out that you just left them at the freaking airport the, yeah, the main entrance in and out of the mm -hmm. country. So I think you you could wait. Some of the stuff I'm watching, like some of the really far out stuff, which isn't really far out. Not anymore. Because you can get on and watch what U.S. warplanes and stuff do in our in our country. Like there's tracking mm -hmm. that you can get on and and, and watch. Follow the. I watched so in Oregon or in Washington, the, in the state of Washington is the largest radio antenna array, right in the mountains. DARPA? No, it's not DARPA. I it's know. the military, but it's the one that anybody in the Pacific, in the North Atlantic, we can communicate 
with our ships and our underwater subs. Well, I guess it was heavy military presence, presence there today. So they must have been searching for something. So they must have got some dirt or something that just last week they were searching in the New York Harbor for submarines. They had the E-4 um, airplane sub hunters doing back and forth. Are you? Is this off Hal Turner? It is, but <laughs> I'm just teasing. I just listen. This dude's been right more than friggin' anybody else. He's just more right and wrong. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes he talks about movie theaters. But I mean, he'll put the links. Oh no, he no. His military stuff's pretty good. He puts the links up to say, "Hey, you want to go watch what our E4 freaking no, anti sub hunters are doing right no, no, now? His, you can go look." Yeah, no, his military, like his military mm-hmm. stuff, is usually pretty good. Some of the other stuff's a little crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I just tonight before I come down, I read that um, oh, what country they're uh, one of the Russian ally countries. Their railroads got hacked and were shut down. And he was like, "Is this a way to slow down the Russian?" Oh, like uh, Belarus, the Belarusian uh, railway was shut down. And I think that that was a way to slow down the supply the of supply the Russia line, bringing yeah. towards the, the front line. Of, uh, all right. So that's really all I got on Russia. Just keep your eye on it and get ready because, like, that could blow up any day. If this blows up, you thought COVID was bad. Yeah, and it, it depends which way it goes. Like, I mean, it could, it could just be... They invade, they take it, we put sanctions on them, it's over, like Crimea right, in 2014. Sure, sure. Or, dude, they could wake up tomorrow and launch a freaking nuke from a sub in Cuba. Well, there's blood detonated over the United States and turn off all our communication. Well, I've heard rumors of them. That's the they're, like they're already shipping that. Kind yeah. Of so are they gonna are they gonna do a first strike on us and shut down everything we have? Or is it you know which way do we go? We don't know. But when, see, here's the thing with us, our age group, we're 40s, we're in our 40s. We weren't alive in the 70s and 80s when we were fighting the Cold War and our grandparents were building bunkers in their basement because the threat of nuclear war with the world superpower. So we don't know how Russia's going to react because we haven't fought a war with a world superpower in... 80 years. Yeah, since, since World War II. Or like we said earlier, maybe Korea. Yeah, Russians are Korean, or Germans are Koreans. That's it, yeah. That's it. So, if they first strike us with a hypersonic missile that we didn't even know they had, <laughs> dude, they could kill our comms like that. That's no communication, no banking, no electricity. And we've talked about it before, like, that's what I'd do. Yeah, I mean, that's it could be as bad as that, or do you simple. sink an aircraft carrier? Oh, yeah. Then what happens? Do you wake up tomorrow and an aircraft carrier sunk? No, it's World War Three. What happens to the world? The world's turned upside down. That's what I'm saying. When it, if it comes to something like that, you're you're talking COVID. We're talking real death. Yeah, yeah. We're talking. You're gonna. We are gonna be bailing out the hippies again with storming beaches. Yeah, I mean, I hope the God don't have come to that. That's no. Horrendous. Right. Well, the hippies' kids are going to be going to war. These hippies are no longer going to go. No, they won't go. They'll be in college. <laughs> we'll be gone again. Well, we might. they don't, might not want us anymore. All right.
I'm done with like stuff now. I know you you did some research this week. A little bit. I so, just started something. I think we can't. We should have kind of hit this last week. Well, that's yeah. Well, we you did a lot of research last week with MLK. I did some. Yeah, we should we should have hit on it, but we were finishing up JFK. Where are we at, Ashley? Which can two hours? Oh, okay. Two o three. No, I started some stuff. Which I, here's the thing. After we did the JFK thing, and then we were hitting the hitting uh, MLK day. Yeah, I started looking into things, and I I never I never really, I mean, I knew there was questions, and there was mm-hmm. there a lot. Of, I've heard things, I've listened to things that were off, but I think it was ninety eight, nineteen ninety nine, ninety nine. Okay, when his family in the course. Oh, here that's why I was, I was looking at the wrong page. Okay. There was a his friend was named Bill Pepper. It was a he was a he's a lawyer. He's a friend of King. Now he was a friend of his like the last year of his life. He was like a campaign guy. Mm-hmm. Like he went around with them yeah, and stuff yeah. for the last year of his right. life. And at the time, like I think even like uh, Bobby Kennedy wanted to pull him off for like to use him as a campaign guy. But after right. that, after his assassination, he became a lawyer. So in 1993, he ran a mock trial on HBO, like a, the trial of. James O'Reilly, that like the verdict was the verdict of the trial, like the mock trial was not guilty. Mm-hmm. So like he he ran all the evidence of the of like what they would have ran. Like he had the prosecution, he ran a defense yeah. for James O'Reilly, and they kept the verdict hidden. It was on HBO. I looked it up. I watched some of it. I didn't watch the whole thing yet, but it's uh, he's like the, at the end the verdict is he's innocent. Mm-hmm. Now in ninety. What we just said. In 99, the King family brought a lawsuit against, uh, like, the FBI, Memphis, Memphis Police, Police Department. Department, and, like, other, you know, local uh, municipalities against uh, against the fact that there was a, a conspiracy. Right. So they had, there's, I'm listening to, like, all this, I'm not, I'm, like, a halfway through it. I'm listening mm. to, like, all this, like, uh, well, cross, uh, Evidence. Well, evidence, but they have like actual testimony. That's right. what the word. Yeah, testimony. Testimony of like eyewitnesses and stuff like that. And the verdict of that was that they the, they won the lawsuit. Yeah. And that there was that the jury there was significant evidence that there to was, show that there yes. was a conspiracy between federal agencies, local police departments that aided in the assassination, assassination of, of uh Reverend King. Or yeah, King. Now, here's the first. I think you even saw this. This is the first thing I've in, 19, in 1966 when King was getting off a, a plane in Memphis to visit. To visit, the, there was a man who was shot um, at a protest. So he was coming to visit, like to do the funeral. Mm-hmm. He was met by police and informed that the for now on that when he comes in town, that there would be armed, armed guards. Security. Right. There was eight black officers. They were like a secret service group that. Uh, that would follow him around whenever right. he would come in town. And then there were two plain closed officers. Well, this was, this was in 66 before the oh, assassination. Before the assassination. Right. Yeah, the, the, uh, the fire and police appointed, the commissioner of the fire and police appointed this group. It was eight right. black officers that followed him around every time he came in town. From 66 on. Now, the day that he came in, when he was assassinated, the day before, mm-hmm. that crew was not there. It was a different group. Now, that's where you have that Right. So what I what I saw, so you get off the plane, there were four uniformed officers and two 
plainclothes officers. That set, so the four followed him everywhere he went because when he got off the plane, they said, "Where are you staying?" They said, "We're unsure yet." Right. They follow him to the hotel room. The four off cops. The two plainclothes cops set up surveillance across the road at the fire hall. I got the fire department. Right. That, yeah. There's a like if you see the layout. There's like the, the open balcony of the Rain Hotel, mm-hmm. and if you're faces facing, the fi- fire, the face of the fire hall to the left, and to the right is where that boarding house where they say that James right. Rayshon was shot from. And there was like a bar there, yeah, the back patio, and all these like shrubbery and stuff. So they follow him to the hotel and set up security, and the two guys across the street set up surveillance, right. So on the day of the assassination, at about 5.05, the uniformed officers get a call back to go back to the police station. So they leave. The two black officers. No, no. The four uniformed officers oh, okay, that, were, that were there. At roughly the same time, the two officers that were set up surveillance in the fire hall. That's, yes, okay. The one cop gets a call. From a woman who says, you are a disgrace to all black people. Because this is a black dude. And you're doing like black the black society wrong or whatever. Then he gets called back because there was a death threat on him and his family. So he had to go move his family from their home to a hotel. Right. And he they leave surveillance. Well, I heard testimony from him. Now, that's the same guy, I think, because he said... He got called into an office before he moved his family. Mm-hmm. He said it looked like the Joint Chiefs of Staff were there. Yeah. He got called into the police station, mm-hmm. and they were like, there's been a threat against your, you and your family's life. You need to do this and that. He's like, there was like some guy that identified the FBI yeah. and like a military intelligence agent there. Like there, and He's like, why is all these people here for me? I'm sorry for cutting you off. No, it's okay. It's all right. So... As he's moving his family, he hears on the radio that King was shot. Right. And all he said he could think of, it was a perfect spot, that fire hall, to shoot him because you had such a great view of the balcony of that hotel. So some of the other little things that I picked up, because I didn't do a lot of research, um, James Earl Ray, although he admitted to shooting King, quickly recanted his story and said it was forced. Like, right. they forced me into saying that I shot Sure. Him. Now, I know you have some some stuff here. And, um, you know, there was, there was a lot of questions because there was illegal surveillance from the FBI oh, and the CIA. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, illegal surveillance from the Memphis Police Department. Uh, when... When they called off all the Memphis police, the cops that were like on duty that protected him that day, the chief of police says, I can't recall ever calling them back. So he's saying that they ne- he never had them right. called back to the police department. But they were saying we were called back. Well, that it was, they weren't even with them the day of the assassination, from what I understand. They were with them the day before. Mm-hmm. And, like, a lot of the testimony that I've heard was, like, they didn't even hang out in the room. Like, they were just hanging out in the office. Mm-hmm. And then they called up. And the thing was that they got called, and they disappeared at, like, 5. Yeah. The night before, it never came back. 
Right. It was like five oh five in the evening. Yeah. So I may have my day. Like well, it may have been the day before. I think it was right. the day before, but like they never came back, and the next day he was assassinated. Right. So I know you, you have some stuff, interesting stuff on James Earl Ray. Well, yeah, which I, gets into the the rifle and the gun. And I don't and know I if have I was some more get that stuff. Far, but of his, you know, uh, oh, like the as far as the uh, the detail was pulled, they said it wasn't offered. That was what I said, but but they would like the the Reverend Lawrence said he followed around for you know almost a decade. Mm-hmm. And since '66, when they would come in with that uh, that unit, they would never allow him to stay in a room that overlooked the balcony. It would always be off the, like either on the first floor in an inlet, right? Off so an the, inlet, that, so you couldn't get a clean shot. But, that no one could shoot them, and that, right. like, they would be posted outside the door. Mm-hmm. So like, if someone was going to shoot them, they'd have to come up the like either up the stairs into the room, right, or you know down the hallway into the room, and. Uh, now, King was booked at the first room, 202, with the interior hallway entrance. At the last minute, they changed it to room 306, which exposed the walkway. So initially, the room that he would booked was a hall, interior in a, a hallway. But they changed the room like that day, the day that he arrived to be on that exterior hallway that mm-hmm. faced all that the stuff. Walkway, the walkway, right. the fire. I mean, if you think of like a three-story hotel... With the out outer walkways exposed, that's where you're looking at. So you'd come out onto an exposed walkway, and you'd have to walk left or right to get to the stairs to get down, right. or an elevator. Well, here, here's something wild. That, now, on that video, the husband, okay, the, the Rain Hotel is named after the the wife of Lorraine. Mm-hmm. Lorraine, Lorraine Bailey is it was her name. Now, the husband said. Uh, now he he testified. He told that she told him on April second, the day before that she was visited by, the day before the assassination, the day before the assassination, she was visited by a man who described as SCLS advanced man. That's what he said he was SCLS, like a like a agency to come mm-hmm. with advanced man who d- demanded that she move him move the the room to move the room after the assassination, like after the like he died. She suffered a cerebral hemorrhage and died. Like, the, the woman. <laughs> the heart attack gun from the CIA. Yeah, like, so, like, the husband testified in the hearing, like... Someone told, came and told us to mo- change the room. Yeah, like, an, a, a guy with an agency name yeah. came and said, and then, we need to move the room. And then a week later, she falls over no, and dies. It was the day of the... Oh, the day of the... Oh. Like, she may have just had, like, a... Mm. Like, the whole thing happened, and she might have just had a damn heart attack. But the day, she had a cerebral hemorrhage. You know, real quick, before you get into more, one of the funny things about how King got started. So, when, uh, what's-her-name wouldn't move on the bus? The Rosa, Parks. Rosa, Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks. Right? So, what's that for us? Everybody moved to the back of the bus. So what, like when King came to about that, because she didn't want to move to the back. Well, she shouldn't have, yeah. Right. So, you know, when he was asking, he was like, can't we just use common sense reform? <laughs> like he said, look, if there's no one on the bus, we should be able to sit where we want. Right, right, right. But if she said, like, if white people get on, 
we should be like get up and move if there's no open seats. Sure. And they said, nope. No. You will sit in the back. Like, he, they pushed to, like, absolutes. When he was just like, look, if there's two white people on, we should be able to sit, you yeah, know, leave a seat. Yeah. yeah, like, leave a seat, then we'll sit. Well, he was working the long game. Right. If we, if we can just... Because if you think about it, like... Probably there weren't a whole lot of white people riding those buses. No, it was mostly black in that people. neighborhood because right. they were going to their job. Like the blacks were going to their jobs. Right. No, he well he was going working the long game. Mm-hmm. We'll just take this little bit mm-hmm. and then we'll work on the next phase because he was smart. He's a smart right. guy. Right. And they pushed it and said no, absolutely not. So he he said okay. That's when they started the right. whole well the whole movement. Really a little started. background about this assassination, which I don't know if most people know either, is that prior to this. I mean, he was a civil rights leader, and he fought for black right. the black rights, which is, you know, honorable. And mm-hmm. the Now, I don't think the government cared. His last, like, three speeches were, why are we in Vietnam? Why are we sending poor black people to fight in Vietnam? And his last speech were like, why are all these poor people? Now yeah, it's not just... It's just not just blacks. Yes. Uh-uh. Why is all these poor people dying in Vietnam, and why are we in this country fighting this war that don't need to be fought? And then he was dead. Yeah. It had nothing to do. He, they were fine with him fighting for black. Like, they they that, they thought that was splitting everybody up. Right. But as soon as he started preaching together. We've talked about this. Yes. Where the minute these these people start talking, black, white, it doesn't matter. No. The minute you start talking togetherness. togetherness they kill Jesus. They Jesus. kill you. You know what I mean? Right. Now, Jesus, Gandhi, they killed Freaking MLK, okay, and they, they killed Malcolm X because everybody wants to talk about Malcolm X as this, but and he, he was a necessary guy. Yeah, he, he was, was militant. He, he was, was until he, he made his trip to Mecca. Yeah, and then he come back and said, "Why are we fighting each other?" And he realized that every all races were there. Right, we're all in this together. Bang, yep, boom, bang, him. bam, dude. Yep. They killed him. Yeah, like Bob Marley, dude. If you start listening to Bob Marley's music. Yes, he talks a lot about like the 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 struggles of the black man. Right. But it's about togetherness, dude. It's about like coming together as a society and living together and we can do this together. Bam, turf turf Dude, listen to it. Yeah. Turf towel. If you listen (laughs) if you listen to any of his speeches, if you don't get jacked up like MLK. Oh my god, dude. You know, like, he was a great reverend. Yeah. He's a good speaker. Yes, I want my child to play on a playground with little black kids and little Asian kids and not look at them as Asian and black and white. I just want them to look at human beings, which we were there. If you just shut your mouth, everybody would be that way. Because little kids don't care. No. You know what I mean? Like, my kids don't care. No. You know, there's there's little black kids in our school, the school we go to, and they play with them. They don't care. A funny story about this one here, ones and zeros, about when my brother brought one of his buddies home one time. <laughs> uh, remember Manny? You I remember at the dinner I, table? I was five. <laughs> no, it's all right. It's all right, Rachel. I do. <laughs> Quite we, want, hey, we want to talk about it. Whew. Well, which one was he the did. one who said, what's wrong with that guy when they first saw a black person? 
that you were branding. What's wrong with his skin? I just think everybody's tan. Well, that's what's funny is like Manny's probably laughing. He did. Well, he he laughing anymore. He dead, I think, isn't he? Then they're in jail. Yeah. You understand what I mean? Like she was just acting like a little kid. Well, yeah. Here's the thing. When you, we are very tribal people. We're tribal. Yeah, it's you stay, you go, you naturally gravitate to your likeness. Well, to sound ignorant, everybody's racist. Because you look, if someone, I don't looks, even think it's no. it's not racist like in a bad way. It's a tribal. It's a tribal like if you see someone that's different, you tend to lean towards someone who looks the same. Looks way. like you. Yeah, right. It's just the way it goes. I mean, right. White, black, Asian, that, all and that's the same. what MLK talked about. Right. Not to judge people, it, content of your character. Correct. So here's what's funny. Like when, when the left bashes the, the conservative movement as racist, see, here's the funny little little uh, detail that they don't want to tell you. If me and Bobby are construction workers and I'm black and he, or he's black and I'm white, we don't care that he's black and I'm white. No. As long as we go do the job and work our asses off. Yeah, as long as you get to We don't give a crap. That's a dirty little secret that the left doesn't want you to know. Right. No, they wanted to make Most people don't give two shits. No. I don't care if my neighbor's black. Do you know what I do care about? Is if my neighbor's selling drugs and bringing druggies into my neighborhood with my kids. I don't care if he's white or black or... Right? I don't care what color you are. I care that you're a drug dealer. (laughs) Yeah. Because... If your neighbor gets up and goes to work like you do and keeps his, you know, his house nice and his yard nice, yeah, it doesn't matter. No, I don't care. We all want to get along. He can come over and have a burger. He can jump in my swimming pool. Yeah, no we one, don't give a crap. No one cares. No. That's, they act like, you know, every white Republican in the Midwest is like, I don't like black people. Right. No one cares. No. You know who doesn't like black people? Democrats don't like them because they they're think the they're, ones, they're the ones. Listen to the rhetoric. The Republican Party was literally founded yeah, so to like, stop like slavery. slavery. Yeah, but like if you listen to the rhetoric, who's more who's more racist? Okay, the guy who is racist standing on the corner screaming, "This black guy's a bomb!" You know, screaming all this. I just yeah. want him to work or whatever. He's you know screaming racist. What everybody considers racist shit. Right. Or is it the liberal? Who's like, these you people, can't even get your own ID. Yeah, they, these people don't. They How need, dare you yeah, ask they, that guy to get an ID? But they say it like this. They they need help. They don't have the right. ability to get a job like you do. I know. It's like, who's more racist? Yeah. Well, black kids are just as smart as white and kids. Here's the, black, funny, yeah. here's the funny little well, secret. Yeah. Who's in charge of all these companies? 60s hippie yeah. liberals. Yeah. That's who grew up. Because those are the... Guess what? Your conservative Republican guys, guess what happened to them in the 60s and 70s? They got drafted and had to go they fight in Vietnam. Yeah. Guess what happened to the libtards? Their parents got them into college so they didn't have to go. So those liberals are the ones that won't hire you. Yeah. And they're the ones saying that I'm racist because I just want a freaking job. Listen, you would hire an alien if I can get shit done. Yeah. If I, didn't, if I wake up in the morning... I would hire 20 Mexicans if I needed to get it done, and they were like, yeah, I'll do it. Dude, I would hire a do with six arms. <laughs> yeah. if I, if I wake up every morning, make a phone call, and say, 
Yeah, Boobot. Go ahead and get that done. Boobot. <laughs> what? Boobot, Boobot. Yeah, hey, Boobot, Boobot. He's like, oh, it's done. And I just don't have to do shit all right? day and I make money? I don't care. I don't care, man. Nobody have cares. 16 eyes. I don't yes. give a shit. And you can come to my kid's birthday party. We don't oh, give a Boobot's crap. the greatest, man. He'd probably be a great balloon remember, artist. Remember, remember the coat? Six- Boobot the balloon Yeah, the coat heads. The coat heads. That dude's like, this guy's the greatest, man. Yeah. He has, like, these fangs and shit. <laughs> He's like he has wild teeth, but he's cool. Yeah, because you know why? He got shit done. They don't give a right. shit. Right? They don't care. He's like he's my best worker. He's like rah, 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 yeah, rah, he's rah. A- eating like eighty sandwiches. That's what dudes like. like people who run a business don't want to work and make money. Not work, but like they want to work as least as possible to make money. Yes, you they want they, their bottom line. Yeah. they don't care who they have to hire. Yeah, they don't want to bust their ass. Like if they can hire five guys that get shit you know done, they don't want to hire. Bums. A dude who wakes up tomorrow and come and, and he's the face of your company and he comes in tomorrow in a dress and goes, <laughs> now I'm going to be the face of your 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 party, your business, with a beard and a dress on. Yeah, that's it. But well, it really depends on the company, doesn't it? If you're selling dresses <laughs> well, and he maybe. looks good in it. Yeah, if I was Lane Bryan, man, I'd be rocking that. <laughs> <laughs> But Lane Bryan's not hiring the dude in the three-piece suit to sell their dresses. They're hiring a woman. Right. Right. Sexists. 225. All right. We'll pick up the MLK. Okay, so so far we got a lot of crazy stuff going on when he gets to Memphis. Well, the craziest thing is the lady that ran the hotel that changed the... That had a, a they person, got a phone call about a, changing a room. No, the guy showed up with a fake... like Essentially a fake badge and showed her. like, we need to switch rooms. Probably out of the same package that he got from... Uh, JFK. Dude from JFK. Yeah. And she had a brain hemorrhage right after the assassination. Mm-hmm. So that's where we left off. Now, there's all kinds of crazy stuff where, like, some fire... Like, there's two black firemen that got moved from the firehouse... Uh, there was two guys that fat flashed. I wonder if his firemen are the two undercover cops that got moved. No, no, there was got- no, no, there was cops that got moved, and these uh, two firemen also had a death threat. Wait, there were black workers in Memphis back then. Boy, there were a lot of black workers. That's weird. Isn't you it? Think it would be just this big racist town didn't hire any black people. Well, he was there to break up the uh, trash union thing. Mm-hmm. Now the part like then there was the. Uh, there was two guys that stopped at that firehouse. Two men have flashed military ID and wanted access to the roof because they wanted to see about getting better shots of the Lorraine, is what they told the fire chief. Mm-hmm. Now, what I've understood from reading and hearing in these uh, um, testimonies is like that place was teeming with police. Yeah. And FBI agents that day. The fire, like after the shot was fired, that place was like a beehive of people like running out. There was mm-hmm. like. It was like the worst place to shoot this guy because that whole place. But was the just, best, the best place as far as I'm talking line about, of sight. Yes, but I'm talking about for like worst a, place if you're, if you're trying to assassinate. If you're James Earl Ray, you're literally shooting twenty, like 150 feet away from like a whole building full of police officers. Mm-hmm. So like I have that with I, a gun. Yeah, they we can have shoot all, 800 yards. Oh yeah, yeah. you yeah. shoot that 30 out six for yeah. miles. No, I have not miles, but you know. Yeah, eight hundred like, to a thousand yards. Yeah. Now I have other stuff like about the uh, getting the James Earl Ray's like criminal history, the duffel bag that they found the firearm with, and all that stuff. Yeah, I got some ballistic stuff we can get into next but, like, week. I'll have more as we go along here, but this yeah. is we'll leave this off as like a cliffhanger. 
Same bat time, same bat channel. Ashley, run, run it. left, please. This Week in Conspiracy at gmail.com. This Week in Conspiracy on Facebook, Instagram, Parlor, Gitter, Rumble, Telegram or Telegraph. Google it. And in underscore conspiracy on Twitter. If you like the show, please tell a friend. Um, if you don't, Leave an email. What's our email again? Don't tell a friend. <laughs> this week in conspiracy <laughs> at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, um, go on uh, Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. We had episode 41 or 42. This is 41, I think, right? 41. 41. We're flying through. We're almost through a year. We're almost, almost through a year. We've got 10 more episodes. Yeah. 11. We'll be in a year, I think. Roughly. We'll do a year in review. A year in review, and then we'll probably just quit. Then we're done. Yeah, we're done. We'll take Ashley out of the backyard and take that hole we always promised her. So, part of me thinks that the longer you, like, if you can stick with it past a year, that's when you start to take off. Well, we'll see. So, we're going to find out. We're going to find out. Maybe Ashley can bring some of her friends around. I don't have any friends. You can see how it was when I was five. Yeah, being rude. Listen, remember, shop local businesses and uh, uh, baby, 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 ba